0: Entering the Bass Galaxy. This is Teal's Bass Galaxy. I'm your host. This podcast is about raw, real conversations with real awesome people about bass fishing, bass boats, and heck, there are no limits in the galaxy. Mention All bastronauts. This podcast is supported by the Bass Galaxy's title sponsor, Waypoint Angler Supply, the Midwest's new landing pad for hardcore anglers just like you and me. If you're looking for the sneaky goods you can't find anywhere else, look no further. Waypoint Angler Supply has the largest offering of JDM tackle in the Midwest, and they are right here in Minnesota on Lake Minnetonka. This is truly a place every bass fisherman in Minnesota needs to visit because we finally have a tackle shop in the state that's as dreamy as the ones you find down south. And the staff at Point Angler Supply understands the various needs of us anglers, which is why you'll find the selection there so enticing. Ross and the folks at Waypoint Angler Supply are passionate about carrying the right stuff, providing an authentic customer experience, and they listen to the anglers. And it doesn't end at JDM baits. They stock all the top U.S. brands as well as local Minnesota brands like the Selca Fishing and Customs, Arsenal Fishing, Bait Lab Custom Swimbaits, All Terrain Tackle, Bagley Northland, Outcast Tackle, and more. So stop into their store on Lake Minnetonka or visit their website, WaypointAnglerSupply.com. That's WaypointAnglerSupply.com. Use the code GALAXY20 to save 20% on your next tackle binge. Today's guests, we've got the first ever River Rat podcast. We've got Wyatt Stout and Corey Hauck joining us. I've been watching these guys for a while. They are absolute hammers down on the river, and viewer discretion is advised, but this was a fun one. Let's do this. Hello, Bastronauts. This is a message of gratitude for myself, all your support that you've shown the Bass Galaxy and Teal's Bass Galaxy podcast, and just very grateful to all the guests and people who've tuned in so far. Uh, We want to keep this show rolling for all of you uh, who keep tuning in. Um, So it'd be great if you'd be willing to subscribe to our YouTube channel and support, you know, all the great sponsors that keep the vast galaxy rolling and ever expanding. And uh, always open to feedback, but your support is greatly appreciated. So hit that subscribe button, check out our sponsors, and we look forward to bringing you even more intergalactic content. Thank you. Hey, so, boys, thanks for, holy shit, we got some river rats in the building today. Thank you, sir. This is the, like, I think this is a monumental time, and I can't believe it's taken this long. But, like, I am honored. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Honored to be here. Sweet. Uh, so you guys, you know, brought your flat bottoms, your waders, (laughs) your boots, you guys brought all your stuff i saw those reeds
1: in the lake out back and it got me a little excited yeah dude <laughs> well
0: you know i want to give you guys hella props i don't think uh you guys get enough credit for what you do there's a special art form to river fishing and you know cory hawk over here i don't think ha- had a better run you know tournament fishing smallmouth on the river how many judes you win Brian and I won three in a row. 8,000 St. Jude wins in a row. (laughs) (laughs) And Wyatt, I don't think there's a league derby, a river, a tournament on the river, team trail, Jude, whatever the fuck it is that you're not a dominant force in. And now you two are teamed up and you guys went and took my lunch money this year on... the land of ten thousand lakes. So just wanna give you guys all the credit for I guess all your accomplishments. I really look up to you guys as anglers and uh your river savages as well. So um You said you brought beer though. Yeah, we got beer right here. That one? It's a special kind. I'm not gonna open this one yet. <laughs> yeah. A- it's a cheese beer. Moon man from Wisconsin. Is that why it's moon? Like the craters, like the cheese has? Put you, you're put from you on Wisconsin. the moon. will <laughs> so put you on the moon if you this have six is or seven same, of them. This is, this is a cow without spots. Might be. Yep. Yeah. So this is because uh, I've only had spotted cow More from New Glarus. Beef, beef cow than a dairy cow.
2: If you're from Wisconsin, <laughs> you know the difference.
0: <laughs> For sure, dude. For sure. So this is called Moon Man. It's a no coast pale ale. Yep. So it's not from India. Not from nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit.
1: Let's give it a sh- try. Try her out. I'm getting hints of oak and cinnamon. <laughs> is that a rich mahogany?
0: Rich mahogany undertones. Oh, nutty, <laughs> nutty finish. Let's get started. <sighs> no shit. <laughs> no do hogging, it? hogging yeah. dwarf. But sweet, good. I'm glad you like it. I do. There
2: might <laughs> there might be one left for you at the end. <laughs> wow, my gosh, New glitters makes a pretty good product. Wow, yeah, everybody comes for the Spotted Call. That's in my opinion, that's their best beer. Dude,
0: Moon Man, it was like designed for this show. <laughs> we'll mail you some <laughs> so what's up with the embargo thing like you can't buy this anywhere else is it's, that a marketing scheme is that a marketing ploy i think it is ah, It's gotten so. so big in wisconsin they, so they, we're not felons right now drinking this is what you're oh. saying we're good
1: no you're good at
0: distributing routes, yeah I think is what if
1: he is. sold you that beer then it'd be illegal <laughs> as long as a man is oh, as,
0: yes. as long as the man's got as good a mustache as cory Houck. <laughs> you can drink that shit that's right <laughs> you can drink that shit
1: no a guy got in trouble actually he got arrested a few years back he was taking a shitload of spotted cow across the border and selling it in minnesota
0: really yeah i got a
2: bunch of bars in the cities were doing that was buying there? barrels from place in hudson and bringing them across
0: isn't that illegal to do with like any beer though like to buy it then redistribute it and this would just be the first time i guess it's not miners after it because it's spotted but i just anyway. i just drink it <laughs> i don't make the rules man i don't make the rules i just work here it's my first day <laughs> so Corey, you chase the elusive bluegills in the winter
2: i do a fair amount of it yeah yep bluegills and perch mainly on the river that's soft dude it is soft.
0: How do you feel about that? You don't go with them for that, do you? I just
1: stick to the walleyes and the pike and shit like that on tip-ups. <laughs> I like to just sit in the shack and drink beer and watch for flags. Right, right.
0: <laughs> but river fishing, there's a lot of people who are intimidated when they go to a river for the first time. I can I can attribute to that because you got this moving water you're not lo- used to. We've got 13,000 lakes with without a lot of current unless the wind's blowing. I guess... Um, Digging in just briefly, how'd you guys kind of get started? I guess, Wyatt, um, let's start with you. You're from, you just found this out, but you're from Madison. Yep, from outside of Sauk
1: City, just outside of Madison. and Actually, coming from there, I was originally a river guy because we were right on the Wisconsin River. Okay, So sure. right below Lake Wisconsin, below the dam there. And so all of my fishing, for the most part, growing up, was <laughs> on that Wisconsin River, other than it's a couple small pothole lakes and a little bit on the Madison chain, but... Um, so yeah, growing up, my dad, he was a river rat back way back in the day. And now that we, we moved to Texas. And then when we came back North, that was all he wanted to do was get back to the Mississippi. So kind of learned the ins and outs of current fishing on the Wisconsin river. And then just expanded onto the uh, Mississippi when we started fishing tournaments over there.
0: Sure. Well, you went to school in what? Winona, right? Yep. Winona state. There's something about the girl to guy ratio there that's supposed to, supposed to be a lot of women and not a lot of men.
1: Yeah, that was kind of the deciding factor on where I was gonna go to Scott I go to. I'm college, sure it was a tough decision. Right? Yeah, no, it took me about five <laughs> minutes at a weigh uh that uh, I kinda went went about figuring out where I was gonna go to school. So <laughs> Sure. So what
0: were some of the like the deciding factors for you, or was it I mean, uh, you got the you got my main two. Like covered <laughs> right there.
1: I don't know why I didn't go there. Yeah, no, like uh we were at a, we were fishing a UMBC, or not a MSBC tournament circuit out of La Crosse, Me and my dad and did that for a few years and started doing pretty good. And, our my friend Cade Laufenberg, as many of you know, came up to me one tournament and uh, just kind of started talking to me, asking if I was thinking about going to college anywhere. And he mentioned. Winona State's got a fishing team and lots of chicks because it's a nursing school. And I pretty much on the spot said, well, sounds good. I'll apply. See how it goes. <laughs> we'll take it. <laughs> I applied to that. Did I had no idea what the school was like, anything they offered. I applied, and I got in, and that was end of the story. <laughs> sure,
0: sure. So you had a women's studies major and a bass fishing minor? Or? Correct, yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Yep. No, what well, Did you go to school for anything crazy? Or
1: So I actually I ended up. Not finishing at Winona State. I finished at the tech school in Winona. I, oh, went, yeah. I went for biology originally at WSU, and like kind of we have hinted at, I, I didn't go to school much. I went fishing every day, skipped classes, and then did a lot of partying with the girls afterwards, and uh, ended up not doing so great and also kind of just not really liking biology didn't know what i wanted to do with it so i went to the tech school and i finished with uh industrial technology major just a two-year kind of just learned the ins and outs of welding and machining and electrical just kind of all over the place but so yeah that's kind of what i ended up doing for schooling
0: Dude, you were on the steve jobs program then because that's kind of you know how steve jobs rolled too he just Went to the classes he wanted to go to, and
1: pretty much went. all it went. Yeah, the only the only cool thing I ever actually did at WSU was I did a, a project in a science or biology class where I caught a couple of fourteen inch largemouth off the river and studied them for the year in a tank in the lab. <laughs> and got to just, I mean, I didn't. That I don't, don't. cool. I don't think I really learned anything. We just go in there and feed them worms and shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, it sounds like a great excuse to go mess with bass. Yeah, like, but you, you, I mean. I could think of a, about thirteen thousand research papers I could write if you gave me two bass in a tank and me fucking around with Looking, some night crawlers yeah. and some Winona. <laughs> you know, you know, gender averages with you know correct, like yeah, percentages and that, being a little bit higher on the female front.
1: Right. Well, we we studied. We put one. We put one male largemouth in there with four or five uh, uh, female largemouth, and we just kind of watched to see how he'd interact with them. So yeah, no. <laughs> did you name it, him if Wyatt? Winona was, <laughs> look, yeah, we're gonna do
0: an experiment. If Winona was underwater and we were all bass, what would happen? That's basically what you simulated. Four four female bass, one male bass. It'll be a party. What did your findings <laughs> result in? Hey, man. did the one bass date all the female bass? Or he got what?
1: real skinny. Forgot to eat most of the time. He was just <laughs> ch- chasing around the tank most of the time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you cut a lot of your teeth on the Wisconsin River then and also thy pool six? Pool six. Thy pool five A. Yeah,
1: those are those those two are my babies. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Started started on seven and eight down the cross area in those tournaments, but then moved to yeah, when I moved to Winona, I really got uh got to know six and five A and that, those are kinda that's that's what I would call my home. My home area of the river for sure. I do go up quite a bit to 5 and 4, but 5A and 6 are where I spend most of my time.
0: And little did you know, there's this man with, you know, a mustache that's almost as good as uh Shot Grigsby, <laughs> A pool or two up. Yep. Taking other rats lunch money. <laughs> and his name is Corey Hawk. Howdy. And uh you are born, bred Wisconsinite?
2: Yep. Yeah, I was born in La Crosse and kind of been in River Falls, Wisconsin for most of my life. All my life, basically. But, yep. yeah.
0: Yeah. And uh, <laughs> when did you start fishing? I feel like, uh, I mean, you've had a hell of a run, but when did that all get started for you, dude?
2: Ah, uh, I started trout fishing a lot when I was a kid. We never had a boat or anything like that growing up. Um but my whole family's from Pool
0: 11, a little
2: town called Cassville, Wisconsin. and I didn't,
0: I didn't even know there was a Pool 11. <laughs> I thought they skipped 11.
2: Yeah, most people don't. <laughs> it, yeah, it's a, bass-wise, it's kind of a dead zone. But uh, it, I got to do a lot of fishing down there with my grandparents and uncles and, and really got to loving fishing there. And uh, I guess when I got out of high school, my buddy Andy Bylander, I don't know if you maybe know him, he's a sales Mm-mm. rep in the – fishing industry for a lot of years anyway uh he and i started fishing just for fun together and then started doing some tournaments and led to this insanity but how old were you when like, like when i've been
0: doing it like since
2: when i got rabid about it was probably like 21 22 years old I okay suppose.
0: okay because i think Wado had him started like what were you uh I mean, you could—you're definitely catching bass before you're beaten off. I bet. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. that came <laughs> later on. So so, way like, later for him, he's like, man getting kind of sick of jerking off yeah. you know maybe time I need to go some, catch I need, some to bass. Yank, I need to yank on a different pole of yeah sorts. yeah <laughs> got it though i mean that's still pretty young a lot of guys start later than that i mean right i mean that i mean shit we're talking you know 1971 here like yeah. <laughs> not that old no i'm fucking with you
2: but, but they used to chisel the win results on <laughs> adults, but, yeah.
0: hey dude that's gonna make some Awesome Mayan folklore someday. (laughs) was
2: that a stone of fishing? In that cave,
0: you can see four years of St. Jude's carved into the walls. Corey, look on top. It used to be a bluff bank. We've carved it out over the years. The currents helped a little bit. We haven't had high water in a while, though. (laughs) (laughs) So pool eleven—that's kind of an Australian accent. (laughs) I don't even fucking know what we're saying now, but (laughs) Wisconsin accent. But I'm on pool eleven, and this shit sucks. It's time to drive (laughs) north.
2: Is that how it went? kind I, of deal yeah you know you know andy and i you're
0: like these carp are pretty fun but
2: <laughs> <laughs> when i when we started fishing tournaments we were kind of all over northwest wisconsin um, northwest yeah polk county up to hayward um and I, from where i live that was an hour drive to get to fishing um anywhere with a lake really so you you grew up where the fuck like 11 no 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 that's where my family was i'd get to go down there like a a week of summer and, and when did fish. your
0: fa- like so your family must have sold you real young if you can like. Live with them. <laughs> you got two chickens and a hog
2: Dude. So. but like humans sold were worth a good a amount back
0: then i mean at the market anyway it wasn't very good looking though so you well you didn't have the mustache yet if they'd have waited five more <laughs> right. years like they could have got a lot more
2: it was more of a caterpillar
0: back <laughs> I think they call it peach fuzz <laughs> or moldy cheese where you guys are from but. <laughs> fromage so okay so your family's from pool 11 but you're up from hayden and damien country
2: well no i'm halfway between like
0: oh you're in the shitty I'm, balsam lake area
2: where my home is straight east <laughs> of the twin cities right five minutes from the saint croix river oh yeah uh, but for me to get to wabashaw is an hour so oh sure i was driving an hour to lake Wapagasset and polk county fishing for 13 pounds and Saw what was going on on the river, and I was like, that place looks awesome. So.
0: Hell of a name for a lake. Wapagasset. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nothing yeah. more Wisconsin than that. Blew man. a gasket at Wapagasket. <laughs> or Wapagasset.
2: What? <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it.
0: Mealy Wauke is Algonquin for the good land. Does this guy know how to party, or what? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to spew, spew in this. <laughs> <laughs> uh wayne's world you watch wayne's I, that's no. one i'm not familiar What's with a, really you knew it oh yeah about. i yeah. gotcha yeah it's a good one i hear you clucking, big chicken <laughs> <laughs> so gasset. yep
2: that was one of them okay yeah. um but no we had we had a couple pretty good years up there and then it just got to where i wanted to learn how to fish the river and um a guy named mike mattis was my original partner down there took me under his wing and showed me a ton i mean guy's an absolute hammer still is um i was really fortunate to get fish with him and i've had the best partners i could hope for across the board except for my current
1: (laughs) really fucking
0: (laughs) took a shit on this one (laughs) just kidding why it's why it's a damn good hook dude well okay where i'm from out here in farmland (laughs) special minnesota There's this, uh, elusive river rat kind of thing. Right. Okay. (laughs) Like,
1: oh yeah, look at that
0: river rat. Yeah. (laughs) And you know, I think we need to properly like define that because to me, it's a special thing you guys are in a special category of insanity. Like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) like we need to define river rat because for us, I mean, still to this day, I remember we won a Bass Nation team trail event down on the river and there was a UMBCS going on same day. And it's like, yeah, we won that team trail event, but we would have taken like fifth if we were fishing the, the river rat tournament going on the same that. day. I remember that. I right. actually
1: fished the one that you are talking about. And yeah, we had a out. top
0: five day, which would have been pretty cool coming from farm country Minnesota, but, right. like, it's a different caliber of angler when we're talking about going down to the river. Yeah, you guys or ran, just like a Tonka, you know, just like a private school kid that fishes Tonka all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> like that, like Tonka, you've got that Tonka... You got to look like Chad Smith to start. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you got good hair. They look better than most women down by the river. Yeah. Uh, You know, smell good. Yeah. They smell good. All kinds of stuff. But like the definition of a river rat to me is you can see the fiberglass through their paint (laughs) on a fiberglass boat. Their aluminum boat has dents throughout the bottom. There's a lot of marred, you know, streaks on the bottom of the boat for like from sandbars and whatnot, you know, taking off the bottoms of these boats. You know, there's a lockmaster on speed dial. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, understand, you know, Known all by kinds name. of little things, right? But what makes a river rat a river rat? So
1: kind of what you alluded to with the the messed up boats I'd say the first thing that someone has to do when thinking about being a river rat is losing all fear of hitting shit (laughs) you kind of just gotta that just kind of comes with the territory
0: but Wyatt, my wife just let me spend sixty-five to $70,000 on this boat, and that's just what I told her. I didn't tell her about the two scopes I put on it as well as the two poles that I put on the back using uh, some cash that I got out of a coffee can in the backyard that she still doesn't know about.
1: Well, you can tell her that- It's not an easy thing to do. To fix that, Laura, you want to just sell those scopes. You ain't going to need that on the river. I've
0: noticed that about you guys. You river rats, you don't give a fuck. Is that the key? That's <laughs> a big part of it. Rule number one: If you want to be a river rat, don't give a fuck,
2: right? <laughs> that's part of it. I okay. mean, that's how I, I got to about throw it in anyway. John, John Steers, river legend, like he's on top of he's he's on the Mount Rushmore for sure, <laughs> <laughs> and uh,
0: Bluff Rushmore on the on the Wisconsin side.
2: Yep. He years ago, I don't know if he he probably doesn't remember it, but he told me one time you only have to miss it by a quarter inch, <laughs> <laughs> and he's a hundred percent right. Yep,
1: it's a fine line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kay. I like to ride that line.
0: <laughs> rule number one of being a river rat. Stop giving a fuck, boy. Okay, what's rule number two? Got one? Mm.
1: I don't know. Throw, a, ba- throw a baby brush hog. <laughs> 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 no, uh, I, uh, I I would say never let what happened yesterday dictate what you do today because it is always going to be different.
0: That is the one constant on the river. Mm-hmm. It is. It is always changing. That's Yet right. you guys still catch them. So, <laughs> right? So you guys plan for change. Always willing to adapt. Always willing to adapt. Mm-hmm. So you guys are liberals. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> progressives. We got some progressive. <laughs> some nice young progressives here. One's got a mustache. A little weird. <laughs> he's a hipster hipster (laughs) hipster hipster (laughs) Hipster. i like
2: that my skinny skinny jeans and mustache and go home
0: (laughs) okay so rule number one stop caring about that stump sitting there rule number two that stump might change its (laughs) position okay (laughs) rule number three
2: god i'm blanking man i mean i would say for me a river rat is somebody that does everything. They duck hunt, the goose hunt, yeah. And I am not that. Okay. I'm just a a bass dude that likes to fish the river.
0: You have to kill shit. You have to kill shit as well. You have to kill. I think there's a you have to be willing to kill. I think there's a difference you between You have to be and- willing to take a life. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to be a river rat, <laughs> that's
1: definitely part of it. You ever, you ever hunt man? <laughs> if you want to be a river
0: rat? You, you got to be willing to take a lot. You guys
1: want to learn how to grow your own mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do.
0: I heard the Morels what? are, are quite, Pl- quite rare,
1: they're plentiful by near us. The right, you know, in the springtime, it's a I good gotcha. area. It's a good area around the river basin. You Guys
0: got a little farmers market. You take the old morels <laughs> down to. I used to sell a lot of them. I don't. I don't pick, really. I don't pick like I used to. But
2: mm-hmm. no. it was. Uh,
0: While we're on the side quest, what makes a morel like the the fucking cray, gray poupon of mushrooms? Because yuppies love them. And you can't grow them. You can't <laughs> grow them. Yeah, they like someone grows. God grows them by the river. Like so,
1: only for about three weeks out of the year. <laughs> really? Yep. Mm-hmm. What's the
0: magic combination for a morel? What moisture, do you need? Moisture Heat and warmth. Heat and moisture at the right time too. yeah. In the right kind Well, you need the right soil, or you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously they grow under certain trees. I mean, you're typically, not, you're not
0: you're not picking morels off wing dams here. No. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: I did find find one growing in some rocks one time. That was just fucking nuts. I had never seen anything like that before. But yeah. <laughs> you guys
0: eat them right off the riverbank? or oh yeah, oh yeah,
1: really? Rinse them off, get the bugs out, and fry them up in some butter.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Deep fried. Throw those over. Throw those over a big old ribeye. Nothing better.
0: Okay. So like that. Maybe that needs to be. You know how like people will spend thousands of dollars to fly into Canada to have a shore lunch of walleye. <laughs> like maybe we need to get the destination river rat going, yeah. where you fly in, shore shrooms, shore shrooms, <laughs> shore, shore shrooms.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I saw a guy doing those once <laughs> down on Seventh Street. In oh, that was that was down in Clinton, Iowa, <laughs> oh, also, yeah. also on the river. <laughs> Uh, the guy that left every morning at takeoff in a kayak and came back at weigh-in. I think they call that meth, Wyatt. Yeah, that might have been it.
0: Uh, if you fry the morels in meth, <laughs> there's a really nice side effect that allows you to see rainbows in other colors. I think I tasted some soup. I didn't sleep for seven days. <laughs> uh. Yeah, drive down to Clinton, there's plenty of good shit in Clinton. Oh, right? Right. There's,
1: there's a lot of fun stuff to see there.
2: That was a cool tone. I liked it. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> Met a lot of people, cranked some tunes.
0: So getting back <laughs> off the secondary channel, getting back off the secondary channel, we were on, like, rule number three of being a river rat, which I can't remember what that was. Was it grow mushrooms? Willingness or? to kill shit. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I thought <laughs> that was rule number so, two, So no, no, willingness to take two, a life.
1: Two was... As far as river rat fishing goes, is being willing to change. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. Three is willing to take a life. And
1: number one is stop caring about your boat.
0: Stop giving a fuck. <laughs> Rule number two <laughs> plan for change. Rule number three you're going to have to take a life. You're going to have to be willing to do that. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, those are, those are, those got to be top three. Yeah. I <laughs> mean, is We that, nailed it yeah there's
0: there's no other rules so
1: there's there's a difference i think between what someone from up here considers a river rat versus what we would consider a river rat okay so like you're considering just guys that fish the river you know they're a river rat i that did weird, not like i did not said. take murder into consideration like what Corey yeah. Corey speaking of a real river rat like the guy who lives on the river like. i would i would call us more like a bass rat yeah there's yeah. dudes like my
2: buddy jim pinky's one of the last few maybe Randy, Randy Wachorik, yep. they're out there deer hunting they're they're trapping doing
0: doing all of it you know? so you guys are posers then yeah you
1: totally. know hey, I, I went i really I wish you'd have
0: told me before we did yeah, this because right, right. i Come was on. trying to have some river rats i did some deer hunting <laughs> on islands this, this year one.
1: i did a little island deer hunting yeah. this year okay nope, okay nope. i took a couple shots didn't hit nothing but yeah you know. do you
0: live off that land that fluctuating land
1: i like to think i do <laughs> <laughs> the land.
0: you ever have your house turned into a sand drop no i don't think so <laughs> i fished a couple fell right off it (laughs) fell right off it blew it right out
1: (laughs) no because a true river rat knows where to build his house where that's not going to happen
0: i heard a true (laughs) river rat has an 1867 army corps of engineers map of the
2: river probably (laughs) do you guys have old army corps of engineers
0: maps that's like the that's like the grail that's I've like actually, the holy grail of being a river rat, I've right? I've actually got
1: one of those from pool five a down to down to eight. It's a little book. You never shared this information with well, me. Well, my dad's got about ninety seven thousand waypoints written in pen about certain stumps that are just pointing to a corner of a bay and shit like that in there that he gave me. It's pretty cool. That's like, that's <laughs> interesting stuff. Well,
0: uh-huh. the river's run by the mob, and if you get the Corps of Engineers map, you know the mob's going to let you have that for three or four years but you you start to have a run and they find out you have that map that mob (laughs) is gonna come in they're gonna pull that map they're gonna take it from you (laughs) you know what i mean
1: are we speaking like the capris and ravelings ravelings mob or
0: i don't think they had a map (laughs) like this this is like this is some have you guys ever seen the movie national treasure with Nicolas cage Uh Yeah, yeah no this is like some like pyramids shit okay
1: like the, I can't, I mean, maybe you? they don't know that I have this map yet.
0: The
1: Tem- <laughs> Templars, <laughs> is that what they call them? Yeah. Something? Yeah.
0: Yeah. The ancient Mississippi Templar. Badass. Who has the, <laughs> the... Yeah. The original <laughs> scrolls. It's I be want Jim, to know... Jimmy, Jimmy, it's got to be Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, See, right. those are translated, though. Like, you know, there's, there's things that have been lost in translation. I mean, you basically got a freaking 2023 Bible. There's, like, eight, <laughs> eight books missing from that shit, you know? <laughs> yep, it's, you know, like, 12 <laughs> hidden wing dams and, like... You know, I've hit a few of them. <laughs> it's the only way anybody finds me. It costs me grand. Yep. <laughs> Not in a
1: flat bottom. So this. so
0: Okay. So the other thing about river rats is they're a little secretive because your own tournament partner doesn't know about the scroll you have. <laughs> tucked way back in the depths of some safe under a freaking aluminum boat somewhere.
1: Nobody will ever see that.
0: see that's the shit i want to see
1: (laughs) should have brought it like that shit's cool
2: i could have you could have drove home and i'd study that the whole way
0: (laughs) because the cool thing about like the river is it's kind of Mm -hmm. Mm man-made yeah yeah, i mean
1: definitely right
0: like that's cool so there is a there's a human factor to changing that resource right Mm -hmm. exactly so it's like Whoever is it? Because shits changed on the river. They put more wing yeah. dams in. They all put the more. Time. All
1: the changing goes to keeping a nine foot or greater channel though. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's all they care about. That's
0: all That's what it's about. It's, about. it's all order. about navigation for them, right? Yep.
2: Yeah. They'll they'll shut current and current to a backwater off, claiming that it creates overwintering habitat when all it does is silt in and mm-hmm. put more water to the channel because that's what they care about. Yep.
0: Are you ready to reel in your next home purchase or refinance? Supreme Lending's Dream Team can help guide you through the entire mortgage process, from pre-qualification to closing. They have a wide variety of home loan programs in their tackle box, including down payment assistance and first-time homebuyer options, just ask me, I trusted Aaron Daggus, a bass fisherman just like you and me, and Supreme Lending's Dream Team to help finance my first home. Contact Aaron Daggus and the Dream Team today by scanning the QR code or giving them a call at 763-326-0677. That's 763-326-0677. Did I catch a 7 in there? Or visit their website, AaronDagus.SupremeLending.com. That's A-A-R-O-N-D-A-E-G-E-S.supremelending.com. As anglers, we develop special bonds with our equipment. There's something magical when you find that perfect jig rod and reel combo for a technique that elevates your confidence on the water whether it's a perfectly balanced, crisp, and sensitive jig rod that gives you the highest level of control over your bait, allows you to feel every grain of sand, every bite, and allows you to drive that hook clean, or a rod with the perfect action and taper that seems to keep your chatterbait, bait, or whatever it is in the back of the bass's head where it belongs, no matter where you throw it, or a rod that allows you to effortlessly cast a lighter bait you used to cuss at, on your old combo. These types of magical bonds are rare to find in a mass-produced sweatshop, which is why the Fishing and Customs came to existence, with the sole purpose of bringing you closer to your passion by enhancing the bond with you, your rod, and the bass. Confidence is everything in bass fishing, and there's no bigger boner buster than losing a big fish, not feeling like you can present your bait correctly. The list goes on and on. Mr. Veselka is a full-blown artesian craftsman who can build you the perfect rod no matter the size or action, custom, exactly the way you want it. He also has a wide variety to choose from right on his website, including fan favorites like the 8-foot hair jig rod, the drop shot rod, swim bait rod, the chatter chicken rod, the MH workhorse, and more. Even ice fishing. You do the whole frozen Swiss cheese thing? The ice fishing? Seen grumpy old men? Well, you can send that jiggle stick back to the antique store because Mr. Veselka builds custom ice rods in all sizes and actions too. So head on over to his website, VeselkaFishing.com. That's V-O-C-E-L-K-A Fishing.com. To enhance your confidence on the water, feel your passion, and catch more bass, baby. One man's navigation is another man's fishing hole, though. (laughs) And uh, it's weird. So, I guess how many... This is my fascination with the river. How... How many times have you guys seen changes? Like, people come in and change that river. Like, obviously, there's an old map of all these wing dams and like stuff they did to the river but then you know this new guy comes in because this guy retired you know and the board changes the board of directors changes now right And there's a new conversation going on in that boardroom of how we're going to get this much production out of our barges this year and we're going to create more jobs for the american worker than has ever been created before you know my i'm ronald reagan and i approve this message um
1: i not have sexual relations with that woman <laughs> yeah i do not know
0: miss Lewinsky. Uh, yeah uh how many times has that like are you guys aware of you know industry changes on the river because I mean, there's this map that has all these wing dams but it doesn't have all these ones
2: right
1: yeah uh, I know. I I remember them building some of the uh, the rock islands on the south end of Eight and stuff back in the day, and I think even the Horseshoe Islands out in Lake on Alaska. I think I was around when they built those. I, I don't remember 100%. for sure on those, but uh, in a, just a couple of years ago, they built they dredged an area and put a new island on Pool Six. There's the newest new sand island. There was a tiny little island there for a while, and now it's a huge long party island, mosquito. mosquito right, but, but you see it all the time there's dredging boats out there and stuff moving shit around and dropping rock and pulling sand and they're they're doing they they're constantly moving moving stuff around out there. They're
2: they're doing a huge one out out in front of Bay City currently. It's uh, a top of the I'm sure uh-huh. you're familiar with that. Yep. Mud Flat. Heard of it. That's going to change that end of the pool a ton. I have a feeling. At least for a few years. I mean they're basically have you been down by Spring Lake much? A little pool bit. Five. Yep that it's going to be similar to that project from what i understand um and now 20 years after they did that project it's filling in and you you've been getting around down there like i have i'm sure mm-hmm. and it's not it's not a 20 year solution
1: yeah
0: i am starting to pick up what you guys are throwing down you guys hate these guys <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. he hates, he hates a strong you guys hate and,
1: these guys like we don't, we don't love them what are you doing <laughs>
0: There's like 40 bass living right there. What are you doing? That was my best cut bank. Now it's a foot deep. <laughs> right?
2: Yeah. No, I wish they'd give us a, a, a heads up. <laughs> well, one of those, one of those excavators on a barge and
1: a load of rock. We could do a lot with it. Oh yeah. But <laughs> tried doing that once. It's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> maybe loaded. Maybe did some illegal shit with the flat bottom and a bunch of rock one time. That's cool.
0: I've always thought about doing it.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, no. well, I took some off a train track bank one time. <laughs> it's not necessarily legal. <laughs> hey,
0: there's still fish on is it? They're
1: gonna ch- they're, I put it in a dumb spot. There was never any fish on it. <laughs> this but, is when I didn't know how to fish the river yet, <laughs> or at least
0: around around here. So I... <laughs> I mean, one of the cool little things I learned about river fishing, this was actually a little Bankston nugget that I got, was when that water's fluctuating, and it's raising you got them railroad banks <laughs> that are high banks yep, and it hard. gives them that constant hard bank thing to use right you got all them backwaters of trees that they just they scatter just- off to they don't have nothing to sit next to those railroad banks i mean you should throw more of that rock in off the railroad in my opinion wide i think you know we should actually draft a bill and send it to the mob okay and see if you know <laughs> the next map you know that'll allow for Maybe we can make a few things happen there it's not a wing dam it's a nipple <laughs> it's a nipple that deflects current it's different you know I, what i mean
1: i do love nipples that deflect current <laughs> you guys yeah
0: yeah so current is the constant on the river right and then you've got you know this cabal this mafia that keeps it's like a pinball machine, they keep changing this current. Yep. Throwing dams in. You messing know, it all up. Messing <laughs> it all up. But that current to me is very intimidating for a person who's maybe not from the river. I can say that from experience. But the thing about current is it's always moving the same direction. And if you're willing to like grab your balls and spend time with that current and kind of pull away your intimidations you can from what I've understood it's a huge advantage you can turn it into a huge advantage a hackable advantage and I've had moments of glory on the river where I'm like man I like these river rats like I I see what they what they mean and what they why they're able to continue to do good but living down there living in it to me is really what makes you guys special and i guess what have you learned down on the river with current and i guess what what to me like what makes a river so comfortable for you guys versus maybe a lake and you guys have come and proven yourselves on lakes too so i'm not talking smack there
1: but <laughs> oh <laughs> you can talk smack we got actually. we got a lot to learn there <laughs> <laughs>
0: well you're humble like me i like that too so yeah
2: um for me, like we were talking before, like the the depth thing you were asking about, I remember one time going, talking to Dean Marshall, and I asked him he was running everts Resort at the time over we walleye fishing. And I I said, how deep how deep should I be fishing? And he goes, that's the stupidest question you can <laughs> ask around the river. <laughs> said, it's current, it's current, current, current. And he's he's a hundred percent right. It's not depth doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's time times of the year, like we were talking before, they could get deep or shallow based on whatever, but it's where is that current bringing the food?
0: I agree with that. But the confusing thing to me is like sand drops. Yep. Definitely has to be the right wash on a sand drop for it to be like really good. So that makes sense to me when something is out of the water, right? right. Blocking current. Mm-hmm. But what I'm curious about is current, that is 10 feet down, right? Right. And it's like, to me, that's there's a lake aspect to that with wind and whatnot, too. But, like, what how does that work with current that doesn't hit physically hit something out of the water? Like, for me, that's the only part that I'm like a little confused. I
2: think anything in the water is going to leave a soft spot. A, I think this is what you're asking. Like, if there's a boulder there, there's a soft spot yep. behind it in the current. If you have a trout fish or whatever, the fish wait for food to come by and they dart out and grab it. And that is pretty much the basic principle behind.
0: And so other. that boulder's ten feet down, right? Yep. Still a current. Breed. And and coming up, let's say it's ten feet of water. That that boulder's coming up, let's say four feet, right? So it's still six feet down. Yep. If that's a sand drop it's not a productive is as, as productive of sand or is it. And like, that's less like maybe I'm overthinking it where I think it needs to break enough current. It doesn't though. They can sit behind that rock they're, 10 feet down. It's just for sure. A lot of people maybe probably don't target that.
1: And I think with the sand drop thing, especially you, you'll see, like you're saying there's certain sand drops or, you know, they're not created equal. Some are good. Some are bad. A lot of times you'll see a big sand drop that's 100 yards long or something like that. Well, yeah, the majority of that sand drop might suck, but there's probably a little sweet spot in there where there's a little bit of a depression or a high spot at the the tail end of it or something like that that there's usually a specific spot on the spot on a big sand drop or something like that Mm -hmm. where those fish are going to be keying in on.
0: Right. I would agree with that. And the river, to me, I've never seen a place that's like, I can have my boat right here casting. Don't get bit, have my boat here and casting and catch them every cast. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. river, the river to me is that kind of light bulb Mm -hmm. on or off. Like you can go from absolutely whacking them to not just based on how you're casting what you're throwing you know whatever it is and that to me is what's so cool about the river is because once you figure that out it's like you can you can roll with that clicks it clicks, mm-hmm. clicks. yeah and we don't have that we have that on lakes but i you guys can maybe attribute to this we don't it's not as hackable i don't think as a river maybe you found that it is
2: the angles you mean or the
0: all of it yeah yeah i think it's a lot more loose a lot more open open on a lake yeah
2: yeah oh, i yeah. would agree with you
0: versus like, like river it's like there's a seam
2: i know like you guys don't have the amount of cribs that we do in northwest wisconsin
0: right but yeah we don't have be, any at it
2: can think. be a total angle deal but
0: for sure that makes sense actually and, and angles play on lakes i think they play on lakes don't get me wrong especially with wind all of that, but it's like not, not, not as well, much. the crib thing makes sense, I guess. So, okay. Well, d- here's d- let's one. dig here's into one. that. How yeah. About,
2: how about the Boulder deal for smallmouths? Like sun? Is that, I don't do it a ton. I've never done it a ton, but sun
0: you. helps position them. Now we're interviewing you, and so does yeah. wind, dude. <laughs> yeah, this can help you this pan, is an open pan conversation. Pan <laughs> this is there's no D on the end. There's no, <laughs> no. This is an open conversation. This is not an interview. You can ask me anything, anytime. But
1: who's that gentleman sitting behind you? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Ms. Lady. <laughs>
0: Excuse me, Human Resources Lady. Uh, <laughs>
1: But no, I mean, so let's so let's say kind of back to what Corey asked. If it is, let's say you're fishing a boulder lake, you got a sunny condition, sun is over here, are you going to be targeting the fish on the, are they going to stay on the backside, kind of on the shady area? Or with smallmouth, you know, is it going to be, they want to be, vision oriented on the front side in the sun or do you do you go about it differently fishing boulders based on where the sun is or clouds or anything like that or?
0: sometimes but to be honest with you if i know that fish is around a boulder i'm gonna cast at at every angle <laughs> until it bites like, yeah. because it's in its boulder and i'm gonna uh, yeah i got a half hour off will make every cast i can on that. sure boulder. sure however right there's uh a wind aspect to it right so if that small mouth is active and there's a lot of wind let's say it's cloudy that fish is going to be on the upwind side of that boulder if it's active okay right if it's not super active and it's sunny let's say no wind it's going to be on the shady side of that boulder chilling, chilling. yep sure. so those would be your two scenarios of i would say more of a pattern. With a boulder that you could run, hmm. so if there's wind, you and they're using the front of that boulder in an attacking scenario like they do, kind of like on a uh, current spot for uh, <laughs> kind of like a little rock river <laughs> where they're like <laughs> right where that current changes. They're like waiting in a conga line, like
3: <laughs> next one, <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: yeah you know, how a position in wind or current, you know, they're a little more on the up current side when they're or upwind side mm-hmm. when they're active. Cause, cause they're crackheads. Yeah, uh, absolutely. They, they
1: are crackheads.
0: <laughs> so, but, uh, I guess the, the questions got kind of, you know, the table's turned a little bit, and, uh, you know... I, we are the captain now. Yeah, no, I got put in a little bit of a reactive state, and now I, I don't know where I am. Uh, where am I?
1: But, no, uh, we were talk I will say one thing about the angles thing, and we were talking about seams. That's one thing. I've had a couple guys, like, like, guys stuff, ask about that, and I guess there is no right or wrong way to fish, let's say, a current seam because I've learned new things over the past couple years, I've always kind of been a guy, I stay, usually I keep my boat directly in the seam and cast directly up the seam and just bring it down, keep it in that strike zone. I see other guys that do well, that'll fish it from the side and perpendicular kind of sweep their bait sweep. down that seam.
2: I like the sweep. And he's
1: a guy like that. And then I also that know was, another way, that, Yeah. another way guys will, there's a couple guys, they'll go right to the very, where the seam is formed and they'll cast straight down it and bring it back up and I like there's Cade and I in that tournament this spring fished the one seam two different ways and the first way we caught a big one bring it straight down and then it kind of slowed up and we walked we worked up around to the side and kind of swept the bait down and sat there for five hours and caught a four pounder every 45 minutes and Mm. you know and they just kept coming to us but it was it seemed like there was something to sweeping it down that day but I don't i don't always think that that's the right way sure and i think you can do it a bunch of different different ways angle wise on stuff like that and you kind of got to figure out what the fish are doing that day
0: that makes sense every spot's
1: different every Mm -hmm. five minutes is different i agree
0: yep it seems that way and i guess uh dane and i spending time on rainy we figured out like a more perpendicular type way but it required a bow in your line mm-hmm. which sucks <laughs> very, no it doesn't difficult <laughs> i personally think that it's all like if you can get your head around the bow and figure out how you need to set the hook mm-hmm. i personally think real downtime. that is i mean that is single-handedly the greatest river hack that i've ever learned was that learning like, the bow that angle with the bow and mm-hmm. all of a sudden I hate even talking about this, but like, <laughs> e, like everybody works their bait back. Like with that cast. You don't need to do much. <laughs> it's the easiest way. It's the easiest fishing I've ever done. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Current, current does the work for you.
0: We're going to leave it at that for fuck's sake. <laughs> but like knowing which, so there's multiple angles. So like if you get good enough on a river, you know that. When you look at the current, to me, it, what makes a good river fisherman really fucking good is their ability to, to read the water, read how the water's moving. Mm-hmm. And to me, a, a person who lives on the river and, and has immersed themselves in that is naturally better at reading that than a person who doesn't. So, like, that to me is, is really what's cool and understanding you can pull up to a spot and knowing exactly by looking at that current where you need to put your boat potentially four different ways to get a bite
1: yeah absolutely
0: and most people who live on a lake wouldn't have the first clue of what we're talking about when Mm. we're we're saying that to me that's really cool more worried about the depth than the current (laughs) it's all about the water how it moves right yep
2: i've i've been fortunate enough to fish with some walleye guys. I'm sure you those walleye guys see stuff so differently than we do, it's more about where the current hits the bank and rolls or what. It, I don't know.
1: I've never fished with any good walleye guys, we just go up to the dam and play bumper boats. <laughs> <laughs> You fish with a lot of you fish with some good walleye guys. I don't have any of those experiences. (laughs) It's just interesting seeing how
0: eight ounce jigs, Red Wing Dam, (laughs) once a year.
2: Better tip it with a big fat head, boy. (laughs) Different people see the water very different. Cade sees you see the water different than I do.
0: Mm -hmm. Totally. Give me an example of that. That to me is super cool because we all see differently.
1: I'll say one thing I've learned as far as seeing water. When I get to if there's a especially this kind of really goes into ties into. I would say pre-spawn a lot more than a lot more than throughout the entire year but if you get to an area where you see current just doing really weird shit somewhere around there there's probably a sweet spot that fish are on because if it's there's a bunch of junctions of current meeting and swirling and doing goofy shit there's going to be a couple of spots soft spots like you kind of said that those fish are going to set up on they're usually not not always going to be easy to see or find but usually when you see something like that there's somewhere near there there is a a spot where they're sitting
0: and to his point it doesn't matter if that is over 25 feet of water or over three feet of water correct see that to me is cool shit well
2: and that that type of current creates hard bottom yep
0: yep it
1: washes yep. the silt out
0: right Yep. is there like a shell bed deal on the rivers yep yeah,
1: yeah, basically sure. yeah there's and you'll have guys that a lot of times mistake shell beds too for just Ripley, the hard ripply sand, good which is also there. really good gravel ripply, because you know the water flows over that sand and creates those little ripples, like you see in mm-hmm. you know the ocean washing up or whatever, yep. and yep. that you feel that on a you're dragging something, it's like, it's like that's the good stuff. Sure, <laughs> sure. The whoopie doos. Yeah. <laughs> was, old Cornelius called them
2: whoopie doos. The whoopie doos? I think that's what he didn't. Have you heard I don't, I don't know. Before? I haven't heard that
1: one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> is this the guy who wrote the original book of Rat? No. Okay.
1: This is this is a the guy who owns uh Kirigi Sekana. Oh uh, yeah. Hey, slappers. Slappers. Yeah. Yep. I tie I tie for him in the winter time. Oh, you do? Yep.
0: You you sweat shop a bit on a the little, side. A little little sweat shopping. You do a little sweat and I like that. Yep, yep. Yeah, man.
1: Pays pays a couple derby entries anyway. Hey man. <laughs> you know,
0: tie a couple slapper jigs, call it good. That's right. I like it. I like it. That's good karma too. Mhm. Yeah. He'd ever cause you and bitches about like you tied this one. I know you did. Put too many fucking strands of purple in this <laughs> the hematoma. Doesn't. Have I said twelve strands it. of purple. <laughs> yeah. Too many flakes of blue. There's too much <laughs> hema in this hematoma. <laughs> so shell though, like or that type of deal. Are you guys graphers? Like, is that something like you're looking to graph, or you can just look at the water and be like, "Yeah, there's gonna be a shell or that Ripley shit I was just talking about right there." <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've found most of my shell and hard bottoms, you know, spots like that just exploring and dragging, sure, Then than really graphing. Same here. Um, you can. I know I'm not a great grapher. I don't do it a ton, ta- you know. I got no, you
0: got a 91 Lorance with that one ounce, whatever the fuck you're dragging. Like that's a that's a good tool. Like
2: X, a, Xc87 or whatever flat, they were. Flasher, it's
1: color. No.
0: Yeah, no, you got live scope. I got a sea rig and a baby brush hog, motherfucker. <laughs> Is that so that like looking for shell? Like you're C-Rig and a baby brush hog and. Uh, you're like, oh, Amongst. there's every spot you found shell. You're like, oh, there's a shell. Yep, it's gonna happen. Ah,
1: there's, I got there's, one. There's a lot of times where it's been, you're when you're exploring like that, and then all of a sudden, as soon as your bait, your sea rig comes into, like I said, the whoopie, oh, hey, the doos. As soon as you start feeling that, it's like, okay, and then yeah, next drag, donk. Sure. <laughs> as bet. soon as
0: you get to do, you got a bite. Yeah. whoop dee donk.
2: Uh, just to clarify why it gives me why it teases me about the baby brush hog thing, I did a uh, smallmouth crush podcast. I remember
0: ago. that one. I listened <laughs> to that one. I
2: wasn't going to give up the juice, so I just kind of threw it out there. <laughs> anyway, it,
1: it works. It does. <laughs> there's other baits. Yeah, work. there's others. But, or my tournament partner, so You Josh. guys lied to me earlier. <laughs> so my tournament partner, Josh. You, you lied on the record. He listened <laughs> to that podcast and then. <laughs> and then brought it up to Corey at the next the way in for the next term and said "Corey, i listened to that damn podcast two times and all i learned was to throw a baby brush hog and follow the, the high school kids around
0: <laughs> i'll be honest i knew you held back a lot in that podcast because that's all i learned too <laughs> a fucking rat that's wonderful um. So it's not a baby bro shock. It's It's a man bear pig, isn't it? It's the, <laughs> it's the man bear pig. Man bear pig. It's baby destroyer. <laughs> there's
1: something there's, something there's like a that. lot. There's, I like a speed you crow. Can, you can I'll be honest you with you. Yeah.
0: It, I like speed craw.
1: I throw speed crow speed quite crow a bit. I crow C-Rig's good. There's certain times a year I switch it up between size and color, and it obviously has to do with watercolor as well. But I mean, it, it really is... Big bandito Kinda.
0: bug bite. Big, big bandito bug guy. Not, from what I hear,
1: not a googan guy. <laughs> I, had, I had, a
2: spell with them, but not, not bandito bug. A spell. The, what the hell is that? Uh, oh, the biffle bug. Kind of similar, isn't it? Oh, I don't know what a bandito bug is. <laughs> oh, no, biffle
0: bug's cool, man. Bandito bug's gay. <laughs> We're not googans.
1: <laughs>
2: My cousin's kid said that one time after listening to his dad.
0: Yeah, I gave my kid a, a Bandito one time, a Band-Aid, <laughs> my bad. Yeah. Can I steal one of those beers from you? Absolutely. Good. I get one of those movements from McClory. I thought you'd yeah. never ask. Apparently, Kentucky has an embargo on Michelob Golden Draft Light because you can't get it down there. Really? Yeah. When a uh, guy taught me how to bass fish, he's a guide on Kentucky Lake now. Okay. And if you ever go visit him, all he'll ask for is, you need me a... Bring case. <laughs> bring me a case. That Michelob Golden Draft light. <laughs> I don't think, sweet nectar. Well, when I when I was in Sauk
1: City, like when I went to college and would been, I graduated in thirteen, I had never even heard of the golden light. Like yeah, that.
2: I don't think you can get it east of Eau Claire. Even you can now. You now, can now you now you can get it back around okay.
1: Madison area. But when yeah. I was in high school, never never. Never heard of it, and I got to Winona, and that's what everybody drank.
2: Oh, my yeah. brother-in-law, I got drunk with last night, uh, <laughs> loves this, lives in Denver, <laughs> can't get it. When he comes here, it's like, you know, it's been without crack for a week. But. Yeah.
0: It, it's like the liberal version of Scott Spotted Cow, like the Minnesota version. Right. You know, like we share it with other, like, hey. Yeah. You know, yeah. you can have some of this, man. Exactly. You can sell it for two years before we'll say anything. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Be like Eastbound and Northbound. We're gonna fuck you later on it, but you're S- good for now. Smokey and the bandits
0: Right. Beer. Right. Yeah. No. Little Keith Ellison that shit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was blessed with an arm like a fucking cannon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so the last thing I remember, I remember about you Wyatt was, I think you created like the greatest spooling line hack. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> of all time and i'm just wondering like did you ever get paid for that uh it's still a that salty. viral piece of your it's life still a salty subject i'm
1: still seeing it literally i'm not kidding
0: is there a more famous three-
1: spooling video there is not there is not that's still going around i still get tagged in that literally i'm not kidding three days ago a guy sent me a uh, it was another like a tiktok video of some gal using the same technique to knit blankets she had her I, uh, like a rod going through her spool of yarn or whatever, and it was going through her Crocs, and she was knitting that way. And I'm like, man, all I wanted was like a couple spools of seaguard, a pair of Crocs, and I got nothing. Do you get some kind of royalty from
2: that lady at least?
1: Knit you a scarf? Or well, I should I should have like what do they call that? Hat like tagged that photo, put my name on it or something. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pant at least patent pending. Something yeah. Patent pending. Yeah. No. Like. You know how Apple sells all, like, the extra attachments when you buy a phone? Like, <laughs> you could have had a royalty deal with Crocs for their fucking pen attachment. Exactly. Yep. Okay? That's actually why I had you on, was <laughs> I wanted to publicly announce the fact <laughs> that you're like the Nikola Tesla of spooling. Like, you invented that shit. Yeah. Okay? Get you a pair of Crocs, get you a number two pencil, and a spool of whatever the fuck you want to spool right that's right <laughs> you I like, invented that
1: i yeah i, I it was weird because i was doing i was sitting at a boat ramp i think i was on i think i was at a boat ramp on that's how every great invention pool eight. Starts and maybe in I mean, it was, ramp, was pool seven yeah ramp. just sitting at a boat ramp and i was like ah shit i don't want to take my socks There's off no girlfriend around to a, hold nobody's night. yeah nobody's <laughs> around here to hold this stuck her in the crocs. I crocs like oh, that's kind of funny he took a picture next thing you know it's got like a hundred thousand shares, and it's going on wired to fish and all these other big pages i'm like holy shit crocs shared it Seagar shared it
0: <laughs> well who invented electricity someone tell me not a clue <laughs> most people would say benjamin franklin but actually it was nikola tesla why it's stout? benjamin franklin stole that just like instagram stole your invention that's right that's... stole it right out from under you bunch of dicks <laughs> and like what i like is a lot of people wouldn't be able to live with themselves after that understanding that their greatest moment of glory just got shattered and stolen from them mm-hmm. but here you are still trying, winning river tournaments <laughs> spooling with the knockoff crocs because fuck crocs <laughs> right
1: uh well i i'll be honest with you, that was the cro- I, st- I still got a lot of crocs i was a croc hunter for halloween i'm not wearing them now there's this is my dude dude
0: shoes today yeah, basically. I thought, yeah. I thought he was going to spool me up three reels during the podcast. <laughs> He's been doing it under the table. That's, like, that's not what I've been doing. the second one done yet? <laughs> He's not
2: playing
1: pocket pool. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: my baitcaster.
1: <laughs> no, I was a croc gunner for Halloween a couple of years ago. I had a stringer of like seven pairs of crocs just drug around the bar. <laughs> that's pretty clever did you get laid from that no god no Fuck. i got i think i won like a 50 bar. <laughs> like that I, like, I think i won gosh, like a 50 you bar tab though <laughs> there you go. i got to
0: drink for free out of the deal <laughs> it's not a hard man to please for fuck's sake crocs he sold you like a thousand of them things
1: <laughs> just give me a nice pair of duck camel crocs maybe ones with the toes closed for winter time i'll be good
0: here's what i know <laughs> It's like any great musician that got their songs stolen from them. You just got to keep writing that story, brother. Just got to keep on living, man. Just got to keep on living. <laughs> Life's just a Keep on giving the hard fight. Keep, keep on keeping on. Your greatest <laughs> discoveries right around the corner. I can feel it. <laughs> but Corey's wife hates the mustache. Not I'm just fan. wondering. She's not a fan, man. I'm just wondering who could look you in the eye and say, sir, I, I don't like your mustache. Like, it's uh It Uh, claims authority, a lot of authority, claimed with that mustache. I
2: think it's gonna fall off soon, but (laughs) before she before she decides to leave me. (laughs) But this is the time of year to have a mustache.
1: Well, she doesn't want
0: your upper lip to get cold.
2: Nice beard, like Aaron. Right, keeps dude. I'll
0: shave a mustache. I'll shave it to a mustache if it means saving your marriage. (laughs) I'll do it for that. Call a mustache back, (laughs) dude.
1: (laughs) We got a deal to make with her.
0: I think it's because she doesn't think it fits the part, which means, like, I think we need to go have these on an ice cream truck, bro. I'm in. Know what I mean? Yeah. Like, then she can't say shit. It's like, what do you mean? What do you mean? I, I got ice cream truck. What more?
2: Like, yeah, we could sell hot dogs and ice cream.
0: Maybe. Well, then it's like, well, now we got to sell the ice cream truck, too. And well, she likes fudge bars. I'm sure she like. Who you doesn't? Know, That's what I'm saying, we need more leverage. We need more leverage. I like it, I like it. Yeah, yeah. You can throw three hooks on your (laughs) (laughs) A-Rick. Three hooks, three hooks. Ooh, speaking of which, I have actually a cool, weird river bait to show you guys. Ooh, I like baits, I need need new baits. Um, That you guys can throw, but I can't. So maybe I might give it to you. Maybe I'll give it to you. Ooh.
1: I arm wrestle or what? I hope
0: it's that big swim bait he's got over there.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Look at that
0: guy. It's not an Alabama rig. It's not a Mississippi. I don't know even what this thing's called, but it's legal on the sippy. I like it. I like the. I've got some that are wire, but I like all that's... Isn't that oh, cool? Man. Isn't it's that a nifty I like little the, guy? It's, it's like a heavy thing. floral carbon? Or? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty sweet, dude. Oh, its like they use the Marlin stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff they use for Marlin. Sure, sure. Yeah. Let's see that guy. I feel like you could throw like two crankbaits on there. Yeah, that.
2: check his pockets before we leave. Carolina you. rig buzzbait, bud. Yeah.
0: A couple of baby <laughs> brush hogs on the back, bud.
2: School <laughs> <Yeah>. of frogs, <laughs> maybe? <laughs> maybe. School of frogs.
0: <laughs> oh, a couple of horny toads. Uh, Double toad.
2: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: What, what is, is it with anymore. river fish and horny toad? They love a horny toad on the river.
2: <laughs> I don't throw one a whole lot. I
0: no? It it's because everyone else does it. No? It's
1: pretty good. I throw it quite a bit.
0: I got a weird. Okay, grab that black uh, bag above the sprinkler. Yeah. Nope, down. Nope, not the horny toad. Yeah, that one. Pull that off.
2: I was admiring that earlier.
0: Yeah, that's a weird one. That's a, that's a river one. I feel like you guys would appreciate that one. It it was mask. made by samurais, you know, in the mountains of Japan. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Taku designed it. Yeah, hold it, up, no. hold it up this way, lad. I can't. Is I that, no, chill out.
0: They God. don't even sharpen their swords <laughs> where they, <Share>. don't even, <laughs> they don't even sharpen their swords where these are made. <laughs>
1: okay, okay, <laughs> Papa. I like the nose
0: on it. The nose is river friendly for the we shitty grass. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
2: Skip a mile, wouldn't it?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Oof. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. color is freaking sweet, too. Oh, black? I mean, yeah, like, yeah, there's few that, companies that make
2: that color. So no, that, dude. That, that color is really here. good. Really special.
0: <laughs> <laughs> really getting, special.
2: Getting weird reflection off of yeah, yeah, I think you're looking sign. at the neon light. <laughs> it looked Man, like it was like, iridescent. I can, I can
0: see the stars in this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You've had too many beers, Mr. Madison. I can see my uncle in this.
0: They threw too many black
1: flakes in this black
0: grub. No, but, like, the river, you can throw multiple lures. You guys, like, you guys riggers? You throw a rig? Here and there, yeah. you guys times. always throw two hooks just because you can?
1: Um, I, I did see a little bit of a – I kind of liked it this year, actually throwing that the Minnesota rig with the one hook actually just for uh, – kind of earlier in the year and just putting all blades. That was kind of cool this year when they're eating little stuff, but usually run the two hooks.
0: Sure, yeah. sure
1: i'm a two hook guy
0: yeah well what's weird about the river versus most places we fish up here is there's shad mm-hmm. right and that yeah.
1: shad grows throughout the year
0: <laughs> i was curious about that because i've been to like hartwell where in december they're eating shad like thumbnail shads mm, you're right. eating whatever the sh- thumbnail shads are yep mm-hmm. and i've heard that the rich on the river the shad are pretty small but i've also heard there's some bigger shads on the river
2: we're getting some big ones back again there were a few years there we didn't see the i didn't see the you know the six seven inch shad but
1: usually yeah when you do start seeing anything four to five six inch shad or you know you're probably around something good
0: right so i mean compared to like lakes up where we're from like the bluegill perch crappie crawfish you know maybe you're you're you sculping if they can afford it um <laughs> you know things like that is shad the only different you know type of forage i guess uh like in the horseshoe chain they eat catfish which is a unique thing or you know maybe a lake has some rainbow trout in it or whatever catfish but. or bullheads or both uh so horseshoe chain has catfish i think yep. i think a lot of lakes they eat bullheads i think that's a low-key forage that definitely a lot of people overlook on any lake in Minnesota but on the horseshoe chain Catfish. There's really? channel cats in there. Yeah. Talk Sweet.
1: to a walleye guy who buys mud cats, man. They don't like smallmouth. So I grew up on <laughs> the horse. <laughs> willow will, cats, willow cats. Willow cats? Yeah. 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 Mud cat, willow cats. Like a tiny little bullhead, like stone is cat it, Is it a mad tom? Stone like cat I don't they know. They call it. them a mad tom. I've heard about James River, I think, 10 different names for them. It's like Tom?
2: Yeah, it's just a catfish about that long. It, it looks used like to a bullhead. Um,
1: you used to be able to net them in streams and stuff, I think, is what guys used to do to catch them. Now I think that's illegal now, isn't it? I don't.
2: there's The laws are really tight on Yeah.
1: Know, you can get them at certain bait shops, and they're not cheap—like five dollars a pop. Yeah, Expensive. and but wow, walleyes eat the shit out of them, and also smallmouth, which was why the walleye guys hate smallmouth when they're throwing those. But
2: but they—I mean—they trap them. If there's a small creek right out your back door here somewhere, they probably live in there. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's unique to the river by any means. No,
0: I don't think so. But so sh- so willow cat would be the other kind of unique forage. Yeah, you, i mean i, I don't know no, I, I brought that up just kind of based on the catfish
2: thing but right walleye I'd, guys just seem to love them on the river for whatever reason and it'd be like going what is they it, got rain-
0: conditioned to the chubs is all it, the chubs they were soaking and they're like we well, need to throw these fish something different <laughs> yeah. is it ra- tomorrow?
2: rainbow shiners when you go up north here isn't oh, yeah. it it's kind of spot a tail local, shiner yeah yeah, yeah. Spot yeah. Yep. Are. um i think rainbow. it's just
1: our version yeah. of that
0: yeah sure sure Sure. Because you got like the infamous creek chub that is world Mm. renowned.
1: Yeah. No, I know. I mean, there's a, they do some different stuff. I know they eat, they eat red horse is one. Oh, yeah. That's kind of, not a lot of guys know, I don't think. But other than that, yeah, shad mostly. A lot of perch and bluegill. Perch and bluegill. But shad is really the main outlier versus, you know, river versus lakes for sure.
0: So is there like a, so this would be my assumption like going to the river is they're going to eat crawfish a little bit more heavily in the spring and early summer. And then, you know, shad and minnows a little bit more, you know, mid July and on that's just like my general, like preconceived, you know, generals like smallmouth are generally that way. Yeah. Um, Large mouth. I mean, eat a lot of bluegills and lakes I, and stuff. I but. would
2: agree with that, but I'd add that they punish crawfish
1: anytime they yeah, year round. They're never going to yeah. turn one down. Sure. Yeah, but Wouldn't.
0: shad. But they'll turn that spring shad down, is what you're saying?
1: Well, no. in the early summer, when they come out, come back out to the channel, it's not so much shad they're they're going at. It's just little shore minnows or fry minnows. Fly. They're not shad. Yeah. They're they're. I mean, little itty bitty. That's when the smallmouth can get really tough to catch because you can find a wing dam that's just absolutely loaded with them. But they're eating a bait fish that's about you know, it's as big around as that sure that line and it's that long so and we're
0: talking like june yeah yeah and
1: they're coming up and they're getting mouthfuls of them and going back down and that you can throw them you can't match the hatch you can't i mean i've tried ever i've tried crappie jigs <laughs> there's that one thing our buddy
2: had our buddy from up north i'm not going to say his name that we were just fishing with a couple mm-hmm. of weeks ago mm-hmm. that thing he had when we were on pakagama looked like interesting you could catch him on it yeah
0: but i i bet i got four things i could think of if that it's the size you're talking yep that there's there's a couple there's a couple baits here, i
1: found that i can consistently do pretty good on when they're eating that stuff but it's still a lot of times when they're doing that you kind of got to resort to dragging because back to the they don't turn down a crawfish thing you can catch those fish that are feeding on those pin minnows can't get them throw top water over them right right on top of where they're blowing up and they're gonna they give you the finger i'm gonna grab another, another weird bait
0: i'm curious you guys opinion on this one. okay this one's a weird
2: what is that now i'm not going to show you this
0: (laughs) so that is a little bait that waypoint angler supply carries they got lots of little stuff like that but that's that
1: That slaps is that that what you say shit's fire bud Shit's fire (laughs) yeah uh
0: but him wow. talking about small shit made me think of that little guy on a topwater like when the smallmouth are probably real finicky and not biting your standard. It's like something I'd throw during
1: the mayfly hatch. Yep. <laughs> I bet the perch would eat the fire out of it. I bet it you. Else. Yeah, yeah.
0: So I think that floats, hmm. and it's like a little kind of fried, buggy-looking like topwater. But that looked like something that you could catch a big one on the river with or something <laughs> if you knew the right <laughs> spot to throw it. Um, yeah, yeah. That's a yeah. little bait. Uh, so, yeah, so I picked, so I should get more, is what you're saying? I, I think it would work. Okay. Well, you guys can get some yourself. they are at Waypoint Angle Supply. You can save 20% I on them, them right bastards here. with the code GALAXY20. I
1: gotta get over there.
0: I <laughs> know, I wanna check that place out. That place is sick, dude. But, uh, like. yeah. I don't know. That's cool. But, so that becomes real, real key then, when they're eating that little stuff. So you guys try to just downsize then, or is that...
1: Yes, there's... A couple, like I said, there's a couple baits they throw when they're on that. One being a Sammy. That's the tiniest one they make. It's like a sixty-five or something. It's like an inch and a half long.
0: An inch and a half long. Yeah, an inch
1: move. and a half or two inches. It's. I mean, you gotta throw it on a spinner rod with like.
0: Dude, that's tiny.
1: It's itty bitty. But and it, you. It's like You actually
0: put a rubber band between your leader and the main line to get it to walk, actually? Oh, <laughs> yeah. like,
1: well, you were with me the one day like- when they were doing yeah. that, oh, we yeah. caught some good largemouth on it. But no, that, That's that one, and there's, there's a couple other things, too, that I like to do. But yeah, I mean, like I said, it's if you're going to try to target those, and this is smallmouth speaking. The largemouth, they, they're usually... A little dumber, but they're in, <laughs> they're in different areas. Yeah, they're usually not that. out there where that's happening, anyways. But if you're gonna try and go after those smallmouth that are eating the little stuff, you kind of gotta switch it up on them and go either really tiny or I've seen also go very big. And sure. Throw something through there that is completely opposite of what they're going after, and trigger. You know, you're not gonna catch a bunch, but you might get one or two big bites out like of it. Magdrifter. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that, hmm. or just dragon. Yeah. Because Again, I'm not going to turn down a crawfish.
0: I'm a big tube guy on Mm -hmm. the river. I mean, that's probably my number one confidence bait. Do you guys have, like, a one confidence bait, like, for smallmouth versus largemouth that you guys can always kind of revert back to and seems to be reliable? (laughs) (laughs) Baby brush (laughs) hog.
2: Wyatt knows Brian, my regular partner, and I have been joking for the last three years we need new baits. So, (laughs) I wouldn't ask me about any secret.
1: No, Um, dude, I, I changed... I I mean, I've got – obviously, everybody's got – got a couple baits that I like a lot that I'll always have confidence in. But I go year to year. Like, I switch between a jig and a Texas rig throughout the year. Like, one year I'll be a jig guy. The next year I'm a Texas rig guy, and I flip. I'm the same way. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and then, you know, I I don't have – I definitely don't have one confidence bait that I'm just like, well, they're not biting anything. I'm going to fish with that. Sure, sure. It's just constantly changing up and fishing different stuff, but – bandito bug more days than I yeah that's if anything bandito
2: (laughs) bandito mojito (laughs) I don't think it's a gay drink
0: (laughs) so I did hear something about like Asian carp getting up
2: Wyatt brought them
0: towards like no dude that scares scares me a little bit because I'm pretty I'm pretty not anti invasive species I don't think they do a lot of bad unless we're talking about the asian carp like it's
1: bad they bad just deal. found a bunch of them in 306 not pool Pool 6, not not too long ago. Yeah.
0: Pool six? Mm-hmm. is that the highest they've found them no
2: they've been up by you saw that video from whitman bass camp or whatever this spring mm, was it i don't know if i or saw it fall? or not they had them jumping one of the walleye oh, fishermen really?
1: was videoing
2: it they were i mean they're they're here yeah it's yeah, and they've bad. been they've
1: been finding you know one or two, you know, onesie-twosies here and there for 15 years. They've been finding them. You know, sure. someone will yeah. walk, turn up dead or whatever. But they're definitely starting to be – it seems like they're starting to be populations of them now. Very small right now, but –
2: They've caught them up in
1: the St. Croix River.
0: Yeah.
2: North of, north of yeah. Hudson even.
0: What does that threat look like? I mean, is that something we need I don't to be I don't, worried so about? I, I, I wonder if – I look at Kentucky Lake, like, yeah, we need to be talking about this right now. I
1: wonder if – the only thing I'm wondering if maybe we'll hold their numbers back is the winters. I don't know if that's going to be what Uh, has held them back so far as of to this point because it seems like when they came about on Kentucky and Barkley, it was like, boom. They were there all of a sudden, and they exploded. And like I said, they've been finding them here and there on the river up by us forever but right. it's never really amounted to anything. So I don't know if the winners maybe hold them back from exploding as much as they have down there, mm. but I could be totally wrong. So my a good friend of mine is a commercial fisherman on Kentucky Barkley. Oh, sure. Sure. And I went down and uh, I, I did it with him a couple years back going to net them and stuff yeah. like that. And I mean, it, it was fucking crazy. I mean, you'd go side image through a bay and there'd be like, Oh, there's 5,000 of them on the side image right there get the other boat you just bat in reverse as fast as that boat will take you one guy's in the front throwing the net off and the other guy's driving the boat and then there's another boat from the other side of the school coming the opposite way and you just overlap each other and then it's just pandemonium just drive the boats back and forth over the top of them these fuckers are just going nuts they just j- jump flying out of the water i got smoked in the chest a couple times like i mean there's thousands of you guys them. like pad up for that like hockey God. equipment
2: on and shit was he telling me about five thousand pounds
1: a night on a good night. Yeah. Oh yeah, the the night that we went out, I think we came we went out for like four hours, we came back with like forty five hundred pounds. Jeez.
0: Dude, a guy sent me a video once of them like idling through a couple of you know a couple <laughs> of six shooters out the <laughs> yeah. back.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm seeing guys, fall. guys with shotguns just blasting. Like, like, cool. I want to do that, <laughs> right? <laughs> There's no way that's legal, though, right? It might
2: not be the safest thing you ever. Do. <laughs> no, so that, that I was. I would plax
0: Coburns myself. <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> double. Trying to do that. That
2: was the it's so like, oh, that was good, the silver reference.
0: Thank you. the, yeah, the, the silvers. My dick off for sure, dude. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, the silvers are the ones that are jumping. and Then we did another day on the. Indiana River or something like that. It was the big, we were just going after the big heads, which are not as many of them, but they're way bigger. Okay. And it's the name. And we went out with a biologist that came with us. And those ones, it's like you kind of side image, you find schools of fish and you throw a net around and then you just kind of leave. And then they, I guess basically what they do, they kind of get to a net. Or a something, and they just kind of. This is when it was cold. This is winter time, and they kind of just rolls up to the surface, and they just kind of sit there with their face in the net. They're not caught. They just kind of sit there. Is a gill net, or yeah, gill okay. net. But he wasn't even. They weren't even caught. So we we went when we went back a couple hours later to these nets. it's like, about like, there's one right there. It's out in front of the boat. He's like, all right, you're gonna get on the front. And he gives me a gaff hook. That's literally just a little handle, a little hook on it. And he's like, I'm gonna sneak you. I'm gonna sneak you up right behind this thing, man. And when you get up there, I need you to hit him right in the eyeball. <laughs> And he gonna fight you, and he's gonna yank his ass in the boat. <laughs> and he wasn't kidding; this thing is 60 pounds. I mean, it's it's this long. <laughs> he's, I'm laying on the front deck of this flat bottom <laughs> with this little this little handle gaff hook, and he's sneaking me up. And he's like, "All right, get ready." I get up on top of this thing and just. Bam, smoked him, hooked him, and this thing just went freaking berserk. And i was like, where's the drag on this thing? (laughs) And I just, like, in one motion, just yanked this thing over the boat. It knocked me in the face a couple times. Just this giant fish just going freaking crazy. Cool. It was fun. It It was cool as hell. You might be a redneck. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If you find that entertaining. That sounds fun. It it
0: was cool. It's like noodling with a weapon. Literally. Yeah. So, like, the cold part makes sense to me. What's the f- – I got to pee with him. Same, dude. Uh, okay, so what's the <laughs> furthest north that they've found them things? Oh, God, like, I don't know. Because the cold I, would make sense if they haven't, like, found them, like, taking off right a certain, past I, a certain point. I
1: know they found them up around Red Wing. Corey might know more about where – if they've been found further north than that. I don't know. I'm sure right. they probably has. But, I mean, around us is about – you know, Red Wing to us is about kind of furthest north I've heard of them. Sure. But um, yeah, I mean, like I said, they've been around us for a while, but they haven't exploded yet. So hopefully they don't.
0: But it's not shrinking.
1: No. If anything, it is getting more. But like I, like you just said, just this year they found, they captured like 300, some of them. And uh, mm. last year, I know they caught one school, they caught like 180 or something down by lacrosse on Pool 8. And uh, so I mean they're they're coming, and that's what that guy, my buddy from Kentucky, told. Me. He's like, he's like, they're coming. He's like, there's no way to stop them. He's like, they're coming. No way to stop them. Yeah, he's like, we've I mean, and they've done a good job. All the guys that have taken a commercial fishing down there, and no they way have, to stop them. No. No. He's like, it's it's gonna happen. And I don't I don't know. They're gonna be having.
0: <laughs> Bassmaster Classic's going to be a carp tournament by 2050, boy. Big old carp derby. <laughs> well, I got to piss, but that's crazy. That's crazy.
2: Well, you hit a buoy at those big steel ones on the river, you know about it. Who did that this year? Josh. Also, who you this all... story is about? Harmon's story about when we put it on an island. You know, the next day, I put mine on basically an island, and you had to pull me off. But Brian Harmon watched... Uh, a friend of ours, I won't say who it was, hit a buoy, and Brian's <laughs> telling me about it. He's like, Yeah, you freaking whacked it. <laughs> There's this guy we know pretty well. <laughs> just crumpled the side of his boat, and he just sold it like the day before. <laughs>
1: oh, oh, fuck. Who was that? I don't know. Damn. I'm not going to say his name, but uh, I'm trying to think who that was, though. <laughs> he's a i'll tell you later yeah. but. just sells his boat
0: <laughs> takes that. yeah
1: what tournament was that what tournament was that? never fish out was... of a boat with a sold sticker <laughs> lesson number
0: one
2: Kazuski's championship was oh was. okay yeah. okay but yeah that was it was a bad one oh that was what do he do like just i don't know I, I haven't talked to him since then I, i'm not sure like, but he like broke the boat well i'm like Something it wasn't good. Well, <laughs> hit, he hit a buoy, he was making a turn, and the side of his boat, yeah, crumpled. It was tin boat, crest liner. Are you talking about them, the buoys that don't float? The, like channel, the, channel. No, this was out of the water, metal cans, yeah. The oh, completely out of the water, the like metal floating. 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 The, yeah. Those things ones. are made of metal. Oh, dude, they're yeah. and they're tall. I mean, like yeah. they're, they're they're like, like six here.
0: feet tall. Oh, oh, you're talking about the those are floating.
2: No, the the yeah. the ones that float. Are, there's like three times as much under the water as what's yeah. out of the water. They're huge. Yeah. Oh, it's not just the line? It's like concrete under it's there? A, there's, there's a, a line a... to concrete, but the, the buoy itself, you know, say there's four feet out of the water, there's another eight feet under the water. Yep. Right? Yep. Six to eight feet anyway. Oh. So, so it's, a,
0: it's a silo, not a can. Yeah. I wouldn't venture a they're guess big. to what they weigh, but they're huge. Yeah. I climbed on top. Of How tall is on one? The of I only see I only see, you know... <laughs> four feet right there's they go water. down how like much them. is underwater it's gotta be five, six feet. Six. yeah
1: five six more feet
0: so each 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 can we're driving by is a lebron james yeah, like, exactly
1: height big yep. and they're all made of metal and that bigger own yeah, on? yeah. <laughs> heavy gauge steel my,
0: my tournament partner hit one this year and last year on the river you're <laughs> talking when the two? river's high <laughs> when they're like just under the water and you no, can't no just them. not paying attention oh you could see them <laughs> Just drive, not look. Well, hey, he was following rule number one: not give a fuck. Then, then, then Josh never gives a fuck. No.
1: <laughs> That's also this next good story I got for you it was about the same guy. So my turn, one of my tournament partners on the river. Uh, he so he just installed this uh, this this horn on his. He's got a bass cat ear, and he, ins- <laughs> he installed a, a a siren on a on a button. It was, it's a cat meowing, you know. And, yeah. uh, so whatever, I, I got a whole Snapchat sequence. I got a whole st- Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what? He's literally got a loudspeaker on his boat under the dash. He push a button Meows. and goes, <laughs> <laughs> he drives you by. You can't I- call it a growl. It's more uh, of a meow. It's a, yeah, and it's, you're dri- it'll drive it's by. will a goddamn cougar in the boat. It'll drive by islands and shit and meow that thing. Yeah. And- <laughs> <laughs> There's a bunch of people partying. <laughs> it's loud. At tournament takeoff, when it's all quiet, I'll, I'll reach over and hit the button. <laughs> but anyway, so he had just got that installed. And I have a whole Snapchat sequence of videos I can show you after this, of this what happened this day. We went out fishing one night on like a Monday night or something after work. I hop in his boat, and he's all excited about this fucking button he got. And I took a Snapchat video of that. He's like, time to take the kitty for a walk. <laughs> and then... We go ripping down this channel at the top of Lake Alaska Sumner's Chute, it's called. Okay. And there's a big sand drop you got to run over. <laughs> it was a little low. And he hits it. We're doing, I don't know, 65, 70 when we hit it. And it is nothing but the lower unit just bouncing. And it's getting skinnier and skinnier. And it's like, at that point, being a river guy, you know, do not let off. Go faster. Yeah. Because, and, you, and most guys know Jack that. Jack up, trim yep. up. Trim up, hammer down. So he had her
0: yeah. he had her jacked as far up as it goes. Trimmed Wait, up So as far. the lower unit was starting like.
1: I mean, you could feel, we could, we could, it was just, you know, you would feel it. We were grinding the sand and like. Butt puckering. It was starting, yeah. the boat, but the boat was pinned, but we were starting to slow down. So it was like, you know, it's either like if we, if we get stuck or let off here, <laughs> it is, it is bad. And we're in a chute that's maybe 50, 60 yards wide and we're going down the middle, and we can see the end of this sand drop coming where it drops off. I'm like, oh, fuck, we're going to make it. As soon as we hit the other side of that sand drop where it dropped, I we think we were probably doing about 45 at that point because we had slowed a little bit. <laughs> so his motor it's is trimmed. to
0: 20 pounds of sand going through <laughs> yeah. that motor. At that his
1: motor's is trimmed up. It's jacked as far up as it goes. So when he hit that deeper water, he let off, which brought the nose down and the back up, and all steering was lost. <laughs> <laughs> this fucker takes a right turn straight into the damn bank. I cannellied it. <laughs> we, I cannellied it. <laughs> we uh, He had kind of turned the boat somewhat back to the left when we hit the bank, but the entire boat was about two feet above the water and about five feet from the edge of the bank. <laughs> it just hit a bunch of grass. <laughs> Put her up in the rhubarb. We were up in the two of in the rhubarb. Yeah. So yeah, her- they're they're a mushroom picking. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so, like because i know there's that high spot before the depths of the sand drop right Mm -hmm. so was it like the motor kind of like hit that just enough to like get the nose to kind of take a dive and hook i think it was your nose hook right right. it's a nose i think what happened was when he let off
1: as soon as we hit the deep water instead of trimming down right away and then letting off. He kept everything all the way up, and then as soon as he, he just, you know, instantly let off the throttle because we were just going to stop at that point and be like, damn, we made it.
0: He was in the tilt range. Yeah, so he was all the way <laughs> tilted, and he let
1: off and the motor and everything was, like, out of the water when he let off because that bow dropped and, yeah, and it just nose hooked right to the bank. <laughs> so, and then of course the land. And then, of course, the, the snapchat after after that was, well, he we took the kitty on a little too hard of a walk. <laughs> So we sat there, there, took our skivvies off, and we we're trying to dig our way out of there. And it was—we were there for probably 45 minutes to an hour, and we seen a boat starting to work down that bank. And it's a guy that we actually know. He's got—I think he had like a Skeeter with like a 175 Evan Road. Kim, Gons. Kim, I thought it was Kim. And uh, <laughs> he comes up; he, he's just flipping. I don't even think he saw us until he was right on top of us. He was flipping down this little bank. All of a sudden, he's three, like, "Hey, Bill!" Yeah. Guess one yet? Like hey. tucked in the jungle. I <laughs> yeah. wonder why you didn't see him. Hey, hey, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Hey Kim, I, we were fishing here. I don't know if you can see that or not. <laughs> sand sandbar. Appreciate it if you wouldn't cut us off like that. <laughs> so we had gotten the nose of the boat at least somewhat facing the water again at that point and hooked it up to that 175 Evan rude on that little skeeter and it uh, the first time we were at the back pushing and he guns it, you know, from the front. He's like, I don't know if it's gonna work, but we'll try and he guns it and we're shoving from the back and this fucker didn't move an inch. And he he turns around. He's like, after he kind of let off, he's like, well, did it move? We're like, yeah, a little bit. Let's try again.
0: Lower unit was <laughs> still in the water a little bit?
1: No, nothing was in the water. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was nothing in the water. <laughs> <laughs> the, the nose of the boat was kind of overhanging on the bank a little bit was it. But, it, I mean, it was like a cut bank. It was like a foot and a half or two feet out of the water is where the top of the bank was yeah. where we were. So he he gunned it the one time and he's like, Did it work? Did it move at all? We're like, a little bit. No, no, I didn't move an inch. We're like, give her a little harder. He <laughs> gave her a little harder and we got it to scoot just a little bit. And we're like, okay, all right, we're gonna get her. And it was about five or six more tries of him just giving her everything she's got, and we finally got the fucker to come off the bank. Damn, it, dude. Yeah, it
0: was it was as stuck as stuck gets. <laughs> well, it takes a special level of balls <laughs> to not like let off the <laughs> throttle in those situations. Can. I can speak from experience mm-hmm. um and there it's like a matter of you got a football field's worth of this shit, so if you let off, it's gonna take you eight hours <laughs> to move <laughs> yep. that yeah. whole fifty foot mm-hmm. and I've spent a lot of time on the river. You know, with
1: your knees and your pants in the water.
0: rolled up. All, yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter in how the, long spend you spent a lot of
2: time in the river. Doesn't matter how long you fish down there. You're always going to push oh, at yeah. least once a summer. it Seems like oh yeah, this year
0: in particular. <laughs> <laughs> but there is an art form to not getting stuck or to you know navigating that whole weird premise of the river, right? What are some things or some advice you would give people? I got we we, I we got already that. figured out okay, like good. stop giving a fuck. I don't have any plan good for advice change. For people on you could this run one. it yesterday; it doesn't mean you could run it today. <laughs>
2: We've gone through all of that, right? <laughs> one one mistake I see a lot of people make is idling down current. Mm. Never that's, ever. Yeah, I was idle gonna down down
0: say yep, that that's one. That's a good one. That one is. I try to not idle down current, right? Yeah. But then. You've got this island and you need to. Yep. And you just you the one time you you just kind of double back to go
3: to.
0: Next thing off, you know, you're fucked. You're better off. You see off a spot you
1: want to fish that's 200 yards up from you, and the only other way to get there from down current is by going way out and around and figuring it out that way. And so you keep going and you yep. go, and then all of a sudden it's getting shallower and shallower. And shallower.
0: that current gets yeah. really strong where yeah. you can't <laughs> move the bow of the boat. And... So you guys. You guys go the safe way in, and then you work on the sketchy way out. That's the way to do it? Sometimes, and then- sometimes it's just all sketchy. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
1: usually. I mean, a lot of times in those kinds of places, it's not usually any less sketchy coming from the bottom. It's just easier to get out when you do get stuck. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, in a,
2: I'm in a unique position there. Brian, my regular partner, races snowmobiles professionally or did for a long time. That's how you want all them He's, tournaments. He is. He can drive, man. He's no fear yeah. whatsoever. That's cool. and he's yeah. it's all calculated. You know we're out there in John boats. Now I don't have John boat anymore, but we we know where the stumps are. Typically we feel like it. You only have to miss them by a quarter inch for my previous statement. But How hard could it be, Brian? Brian pushes the envelope. <laughs> he's he's impressive.
1: We well, gotta miss it by an eighth of an inch, but
0: yeah, his <laughs> tolerances are a little tighter. I need to hear some. I need to hear. Okay i got this one uh uh, hooking her into the rhubarb what's the craziest thing you've seen Uh, seen or experienced i threw luke out the front of the boat you had
2: (laughs) or that you bought from me we had a log going back to the diker and he was fucking going his arms were in the water out the front but (laughs) that was probably the worst i ever did i felt terrible oh yeah that's scary um
0: let's see yeah <laughs> luke yeah fuck
2: <laughs> madison and i at that time running pepin i just about got thrown out he hit it had to have been a log or something he hit out in the middle of lake pepin and you know we're running in the morning it was 70 you know 70 miles an hour and all of a sudden whatever we hit we're looking back we were looking back the way we were coming from <laughs> immediately my legs were, my legs wrapped around his head it was about the only thing kept me in the boat he ripped his console off like brand new phoenix i mean it was a 920 phoenix or whatever it was ripped the fiberglass I mean, we hit it hit it we got back at the end of the day and there was about a six foot section of his boat that was just smashed shattered mm. just below the top cap rubber rail, whatever but
0: warranty claim denied <laughs> <laughs> it was a, that was an insurance
2: <laughs> claim but yeah that was a bad one um Dude, that's scary. I got, one,
1: I got one from catfishing this year with Josh again. Oh, God. <laughs> catfishing? <laughs> tried, tried her hand a little catfishing this summer. I love catfishing. I, I'd never done much, but I caught some big cats bass fishing. But, uh, no, we went uh, the same guy with the bass cat, Josh, and another buddy, Taylor. We went out catfishing one night. we give her a out try. The,
0: out of the bass cat?
1: No, out of my flat
0: bottom. Oh. And
1: uh, us being you know, experienced, well-rounded fishermen, we decided we didn't need a, a spotlight or anything like that to bring with us to fish overnight. You know, just go off my trails on my GPS. And uh, so uh, with catfishing comes a lot of drinking, I think. And uh, so naturally <laughs> we we fished a handful wow. of spots. Peas and carrots. Uh, yeah, and we fished a handful of spots and we are running out of this little chute. And, you know, Josh, for whatever reason, was in a lawn chair on the front deck of my flat bottom facing back towards the motor. <laughs> I don't know why he thought that was a good place to sit, but <laughs> we're coming out of this cut, and I i don't know what happened. I stopped paying attention to my trail for just a second, and I eased off to the left just a fuzz, found the sandbank, and uh stopped on a dime from 35 to nothing in a hurry, and he ended up on the top of the trolling motor, just about in the water, <laughs> and he's... Hacking up a lung, I think he might have broke a rib or something. But for, we're, we're laughing. Me and Taylor are laughing. Like, Dude, are you okay? For one well, thing he says as he's hacking up a lung, he's catfishing tough.
0: <laughs> 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 oh. Yeah. I mean, what do you need a spotlight for? That's muscle memory. Right, right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's flat bottoms, <laughs> dangerous and inconvenient, but I do love big Newtons. Let's go catfishing, boss. <laughs> so that's like the, I mean, I don't think you could be a river rat if you don't have a flat bottom. So it doesn't sound like Corey's a river rat anymore. No, I gave up my card, man. Well. Not a card carrying member anymore. Because <laughs> when's the last time you won on the river? It's when, when you on the I, flat bottom, I, was it? No, we won. Nope. This year, okay. Wyatt, Wyatt had it. Well, Wyatt had a flat yeah. bottom.
1: Yeah. Well. Brian. Brian still got a flat. <laughs> I had to use. I had to use the flat in the St. Jude on day two. <laughs>
0: well, that's like the. I mean, that's like code. That if there was a rule number four. I have a flat bottom. Have a flat bottom. Like that would be.
2: To learn to get around, that is a helpful tool. Dude, yeah. I've been
0: to the river, and I'm like, man, I wish I could get up in there, and then i see this boat. And and this flat bottom. I was like, wow. Even, even, I mean. Where'd could, that guy come from? Yeah, like, I
1: guarantee there was a lot of guys thinking that practice. Guy came that from space here. Right. Because <laughs> 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 so I came out of some places that guys were idling through, and it <laughs> looks on their faces. They're like, what in the hell?
0: They're <laughs> <laughs> running out of flooded woods and stuff. <laughs> well, you can have a, fl- there's, there's. Lots of different types of flat bottoms. You got your mud motor, you got your jet motor, you got your standard outboard, mm-hmm.
1: and then you got, you you got guys your guys with nice roll flat bolt. bottoms. Yeah, you, roll bolt. you know,
0: you've got the Titanic, you know, you, Savior.
1: You got the nice flat bottoms, and you got the the beaters, like your winter beater, beater with a heater, beater <laughs> with a heater. <laughs> it's the ones that you don't really,
0: you know. Well, you also It'll have the Four Seasons stuff. ones that are a duck blind a house mm-hmm. and a fishing <laughs> boat. Yep. That's a big. That's a big one. <laughs> I feel like that. That's a thing, right? Oh, absolutely. For sure. There's people... That would be the
2: rat. But, like, what's... A, walk of, me through the duck. A boy. lot of those folks are just old hippies that got nowhere else to go. <laughs> <laughs> they like to hang out. <laughs>
0: Go, smoke, I can smoke, go smoke, a little ganja, smoke Northern rap. Yeah, dope and ramp. Yep. yeah. Hey, I'm a, hey, they're on the Minnesota side now. Yep, oh. yeah. fully legal. <laughs> oh, fully legal. You'll never catch me be on
1: Minnesota side. Oh, sorry, sir. You'll never get this. You'll <laughs> never. never get this,
0: <laughs> brother. Be Peace, old. love, and harmony over here, baby. Uh, <laughs> so you're different types of flap. You got tillers. That's one. Them the till- tillers. Those tiller guys are. They're the ones you got to watch out for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're the real deal. So like. I've not fished the rat tournaments I feel like the rat tournaments you got like half the fields like got coolers for live wells and tillers there's a few these
1: tournaments <laughs> how, how many
0: yeah what's a river rat tournament look like with the there's you usually know.
2: a couple of John's that are there every every tournament yep Brian Goldie and they're Dangerous. Dangerous.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, they're locking down. They only need an hour of fishing time, but mm-hmm. they're locking down, but and they're going to fuck them up.
2: When you see, like, Joe and Aaron show up in yeah. the flat, you got problems. Yeah. <laughs> they, they're on something. I got you.
1: There's some of those guys where it's like they got a nice bass boat, but when they show up in the flat, it's like, yikes. You know, They're, they're, they're not doing that because they just feel like it. They're doing that because they got something that nobody else is getting to.
0: Sure, uh, sure, <laughs> sure. So you guys run a flat for that reason. So it's almost like it's, it's a tool in the arsenal for you guys? Is that is that what the flats is? Or is it a badge of like, hey, I'm for real. I, I'm here. I'm just poor,
1: so that's why I got a flat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's that. <I> mean, <laughs> I'm poor too, but I don't have a flat.
1: Yeah, but you work at a boat dealership. I don't buy that. I, I can't afford that thing. <laughs> Stole that in town last week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they still don't know I have it. <laughs> don't check the county site. There's a bounty on me. Quite a bit more than that thing's worth, in fact. Been laying <laughs> out in this garage for the no, last
1: six months. But I, dude, I, I could. I love, I love having a flat box. And there's nothing more like fishing out than a flat bottom, which was a little different this year. Obviously, coming to these tournaments up in the lakes up here, it was. I mean, going across Leech, in that flat bottom. I mean, I didn't go across the main oh, you lake.
0: Practice Leech in the flat bottom. Oh yeah, and it uh, it got mm-hmm. makes got, sense why I didn't see him. You put the you painted the wild rice pattern on the side of it. I mean, like, I'm sneaky in this. No one's gonna see me in this rice field.
1: I mean, I fished smallmouth the first day for about. Six hours and I caught two and I was like, it sucks.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna put a boulder pattern on the on the starboard <laughs> side and a rice pattern on the on the port side. That was about
1: it. That was about it. Yeah. No, but no, I mean, I can't see myself fishing. I mean, I I can't see myself ever not owning a flat. I, like, I'm gonna sure. buy a bass boat at some point, but I can't ever see myself not owning one because, for one thing, I want that, mine back, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I want yours. I yours. Back. I want. Yeah. One. I want one. For the one thing that a, about a flat bottom that a, I guess guys don't think talk about or think about much is that once you do get to the area you're fishing you can cover more water than a bass boat in a flat bottom okay even if you're if you're jumping spots that are within you know if you're like let's say in weaver you're jumping spots 100 yards at a time it takes you one second to be on pad and gone and you're there again and you're back in the troll motor and you're ripping around at five miles an hour on the troll it helps he has a 112 on that flat too (laughs) exactly yeah yeah
0: no (laughs) on your trolling motor that thing goes 11 miles an hour
1: <laughs> but uh, <laughs> about five five isn't it five yeah, that's pretty five, good yeah. 5.2 so i hit six downstream but <laughs> <laughs> most guys are like uh, my boat's 77 down river <laughs> <laughs> i'm talking about how fast my trolling motor goes <laughs> uh, it, i took i it did it i mean i took it up was it yeah it was, was it dead lake that i jumped that <laughs> that, that yeah, dam, <laughs> <the> beaver dam <laughs> I jumped the beaver dam at shade that keep shade yeah, God. I hit it at about thirty miles an hour and got about four feet of air with it, but... he had me all but talked into. It. <laughs> I I, I tried getting
2: in there, I looked at it with my bass boat cause... well I
1: watched four bass boats go in there and then come back out and <laughs> because they couldn't get it, it wasn't gonna happen. <laughs> there's no way, but <laughs> i was I, I idled back there and I'm like, ah, not that bad, it's only a foot out of the water. <laughs>
0: well if i'm gonna have anything to myself it's gonna be on the other side of that beaver dam
1: we had heard tales from the one guy who was from there that that lake back there was kind of the place to be there's giants back there i'm like i'm gonna get there (laughs) got in there and i fished it for a couple hours and i caught like a four and like a three and a half and then that was it like no other bites so it wasn't worth it but it was like if it's really gonna happen back there we're gonna get there one way or another
3: right right
1: there's always
0: a pitchfork somewhere yeah <laughs> well that's the crazy thing about the Mississippi is you look at a map I mean the amount of backwaters is, is super intimidating it's mind-blowing especially at first and it's still
2: it still is some days we were talking a little bit before about it but the river will, it shrinks at a certain point like mm-hmm. if you're on them and everything's firing on all cylinders the river's not as big as other times and then all of a sudden you could just as well be in the Atlantic Atlantic Ocean mm-hmm. it's like I don't know. If we're bass fishing and I'm catching crappies or yeah, know, I, I could be playing football.
1: A lot of times it seems like there's certain areas of the river that'll be firing while other places aren't. There'll be like a, you know, a couple mile stretch or, you know, section that seems to be fishing better. At least I've seen 100%. Or, yeah, you'll have an area of the river of a certain pool that if you just spend all your time in that kind of zone, things are happening there where you go north south whatever and you kind of get out of that i don't know if it's a bait deal or what but i think it's just a transition
2: what stage yeah are they, yep. you know if what stage of coming out are they or what stage of
0: going in are they and mm-hmm. every every one of those backwaters acts different yep hmm. well it's all about water level right like you guys i mean big part are, is that basically what dictates what you guys do on a day-to-day from the outside looking in it seems like that's away that that's a hack it it appears that's a hack from the outside looking in is like i've got that water level app that shows me the water fluctuation and when i look at that i can maybe derive some things but i think about a river rat guy looking at that water level app and like i think of have you ever seen the good uh the movie goodwill hunting yep yeah i i think of a River rats looking at these water levels, and he's putting all these math equations together on a chalkboard in their head. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> like okay, yeah, no, it's, it's, yep, this spot, yep, uh, that, yeah, I get to be that, Matt that, Damon. That, that's, I guess, yeah, yeah, whoever, yeah, minus the mustache, like, yeah, you're, you're uh, Ben Asscrack. Yeah, ben Asscrack. <laughs> Fair enough. But that's how it appears, uh, like from the outside looking in. It, is that how it is for you guys, would you say, or? Not there's, for me. I wish it was. Uh, there's some truth to that, I think. I mean, like,
1: it'll dictate, depending on where the water level is and time of year. I mean, there's other things that go into it, too. But it it definitely will dictate what I plan on doing in a day. Water level will. Um, but then again, some, a lot of times that doesn't work. And then it's all about back to the, okay, what I thought was going to happen isn't happening. So then you got to change everything that you're doing and, you know. So it doesn't always work that way, but.
0: Winter is here, Christmas is coming, and the greatest gift a fisherman can ever receive in the off-season is new fishing stuff to tinker with over the winter months. In the therapy world, they call it a coping mechanism to treat withdrawals, but in the bass galaxy, we call it interdimensional fuel. But it's tough to trust someone else to pick out your fishing equipment, which is why you should tell your wife or girlfriend to get you a gift card to the greatest tackle shop north of the Mason-Dixon, Waypoint Angler Supply, for this upcoming holiday season. It's the gift that keeps on giving. One gift card from Waypoint Angler Supply can go pretty far. It can strengthen your marriage, assist with more time outdoors with your kids, strengthen your soul, and more. But you're probably asking at this point how a gift card from Waypoint Angler Supply could provide such benefits. Well, the answer is simple. Wife buys you a $100 gift card for $80 since she used the code Galaxy20. Instant dopamine hit for her saving money shopping. You then take that gift card and pick up a new rod, reel, or sneaky new bait that can win you a tournament next year. You win $2,000 in that tournament, you take 1000 of that, you put it into the tournament entry fund, then take that other 1000 and get your wife or girlfriend a trip or something that makes her happy. It's simple math and science, folks. If you're one of them ice fishermen, I should probably mention that Waypoint Angler Supply is fully stocked for ice season and has all the stuff you need for your next winter fishing adventure. Whether it's a gift card for Christmas or a new Veselka custom ice rod, Waypoint Angler Supply is your Santa Claus this year. So stop into their store on Lake Minnetonka or visit their website, waypointanglersupply.com. That's waypointanglersupply.com. Don't you forget, use the code GALAXY20 to save 20% on your next tackle binge. World champion barbecue born in the pits of Memphis, Tennessee, family-owned and located just north here in Minnesota. Just north of Memphis, barbecue, ladies and gentlemen. One look at their trophy room and one taste of their barbecue is all it takes to know it's the very best. But the j and story runs much deeper than that, and bringing people together, whether it's friends, family, or fishing buddies, with some mouthwater and smoked barbecue, That's what they're all about, which is about as American as it gets. If you smoke meat, if you like to grill meat, if you like to cook meat, you need to try the JNO Memphis Dry Rub Seasoning, which will enhance your barbecue game instantaneously. Also, voted world's best sauce in 2022. You can bring this right to your kitchen table. They've got three flavors, and each one is better than anything you'll find in the supermarket let's take things up a notch this summer you can order their dry rub and world famous barbecue sauce right on their website visit jnomemphis.com that's jnomemphis.com or visit their facebook page for food truck locations and schedule barbecue. i'm johnny
2: b with just north of memphis barbecue and i approve this message That expression, you got to fish the moment, is 100% true down Mm, there every minute of every day. Yep.
1: Right.
0: But there's ingredients or factors or um, elements or, like, uh, if we're going to bake some cookies, there's a recipe involved, right? Yeah. Yeah, but it's yep. more of an art, not a science. It so is like an art, is it? Right? Right? It's not like a that. science, but there's ingredients that you're looking at, water level being one of them. We'd call it like a barbecue master versus cookie baking. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I, Maybe. I agree with that. I love barbecue. <laughs> Big barbecue guy. Who, who doesn't? Big barbecue guy. Especially just north of Memphis barbecue if you've ever tried Ooh, it. Okay. It's a family friend of mine world champion barbecues good yeah
3: Yeah. i
2: gotta try that
0: i've seen it on here before it's like real deal yep if he smokes it it's the best thing you ever had but like his rub and sauce like i can make decent stuff like with his stuff my stuff tastes even decent
2: (laughs) (laughs) well hayden and damien were very complimentary of your was it ribs you made them or no or something <laughs> what, whatever you they cook were complimenting my cooking whatever you cook for them was real good in their opinion oh. and I, that damien damien can cook a steak i'll give him that
0: mm-hmm. for sure oh, yeah absolutely i'm gonna start blushing i didn't no one's good. ever talked about my cooking like that that's that's
1: F- fucking connor stole that's mine all barbers- that's
0: connor all the barbecue. that connor stole your steak Yeah,
1: dickhead
2: <laughs> he stole me a sausage mcmuffin <laughs>
1: A gear, I had a New York strip, and I think he had, like, a sirloin or something, and I ended up eating sirloin somewhere. Oh, a, Connor O'Connor. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot he was there that
3: day.
0: <laughs> what's uh-huh. his nickname? Because Hayden tells me you have a nickname for every person. That's, oh, yeah, that's, that's Corey. Me. That's Corey. That's got, you? Yeah, I got nicknames. They Pink, said it was Pinky
3: Pinky you. But. fucking. Uh,
0: wow, his, what's my nickname? Waffles. I don't what do you know. Guys I, don't know. know I, I don't
2: know
1: you. I don't know you yet. Oh, I do oh, know. you have to
0: know him, the nickname. <laughs> yeah. He's well. he, When Corey
1: starts telling stories, it's. Uh, me and Butterscotch, that one day we were out on the <laughs> we were out on the river and he, Pinky had told us about this hot bluegill bite that Corn Dog had fucking got on the week before and <laughs> uh, <laughs> good stuff. Hey,
0: like I feel like the world. Like, this world was built on nicknames. Yeah. Well, Abraham Lincoln. You can't tell me that was his name. You know what I mean? Like, sounds too official. It's a nickname. You know, yeah. you, get to, yeah. you get to my age, my
2: memory's gone, so I just remember what I remember. <laughs> hey, Corn Pop, pass me a beer. An old and senile.
1: Well, actually, look... his name is Corn Dog to, to yeah. Hayden Damien. Oh, you're I'm Corn Dog. Now He's Corn Corn Dog, Dog all, right. all
0: right. What's what's Wyatt? What's his nickname? Why not? Chaw, chaw, yeah, why you not? call
1: me Why Not. Stinky Nuts. Uh, Other people call me Chaw Daddy. Chaw Daddy. <laughs> That's what Brian calls me. He? They call me Tater Salad. <laughs> Brian calls you Chaw Daddy. Yeah, because ever since he got Snapchat and I added him on Snapchat, he called me Chaw Daddy. Now <laughs> uh, I gotta ask him where his name came from on there. What's
2: his Chubbs Doc or something? Oh yeah. What
1: the hell <laughs> yeah, that? that's him. That's him on. In- he's got Instagram too. I finally figured out, and it's also Chubbs Doc. I'm like, what the fuck is that?
2: I've like? never asked him. that <laughs> I, Well, I'm on Snapchat like once every eight months. Yeah, but...
1: <laughs> I'll send Corey a Snapchat and like. Month later, they'll be like, Oh, yeah, well, we caught him pretty good. And what, <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Snapchat. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, snapchat. <Snatch> <laughs>
2: yeah, my kid, God, it's, it's nuts. My kid communicates through that stuff. Like, if I want to get a hold of her and she's in her bedroom, I got to snapchat her to come out for dinner. Like, I can't just yell, Hey, dinner's ready. <laughs>
0: dude, what is that like having a kid? That sounds like it's awesome, dude. It's
2: awesome really yep Love that's it. that's good she's a good kid
0: i feel like once you have one it's like yeah awesome yeah it was
2: in, intimidating feel. for sure for sure but seeing I'm, I'm not gonna get sentimental i'm proud of the girl she is and she's it's fun did you teach her your rat and ways she wants nothing to do with it man <laughs> she came with me <laughs> one time when she was about five turkey hunting and she loved it but now it's like some sort of dissension she just doesn't want to be a part of what dad does like right. i don't know that's maybe same. that
1: age probably she's rebelling yeah
2: maybe yeah. she gets 20 and she'll be <laughs> fishing tournaments so, so like you again <laughs> yeah she's not not too into the outdoors but softball volleyball that's
0: perfect yeah more bass for us more bass for us <laughs> right good Get out of here good yeah more for me and you Get out of here <laughs> well yeah. that's cool the only kid one kid one kid okay yep
2: made it it's pretty easy to do what I do. I can't imagine these guys with two, three, four kids, how they have time to fish tournaments. And Well, Wyatt's
0: got like seven. The government just doesn't know about them yet. <laughs> He's been writing them <laughs> off for 15 <laughs> years. But... Tax season's pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. No, I will be an uncle, though, pretty soon here. You'll also be a husband from the sound that of it. That, too. That, too. Yep. There's still time. There's still time. <laughs> faith, <laughs> Faith, run, Faith. If you're listening, disregard <laughs> right. anything that gets said. <laughs> Her name's Faith. Yes. Have faith.
1: Have faith. Gotta have faith. Gotta have faith. Faith likes to write little. Uh, she'll make us sandwiches for tournaments. She likes to write little uh, little notes on the sandwich bags, kind of like uh,
0: that's like a G-Man. Sli- yeah, like Swindle's
1: wife. But she'll put shit down like throw Carol's vagina rig or. <laughs> 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 really yeah and they're like she sounds cool have you thrown the sleeper yet question <laughs> mark <laughs>
0: shit like that that's cool yeah well does she make a good sandwich too like it sounds like phenomenal good. sandwich i beg to all differ. the sauces. i beg to differ <laughs> not the best not the best, <laughs> not the best. So, wyatt and i
2: fished i think it was the first tournament we ever fished together <laughs> and we were we were up in this creek and and uh we were both. I was super hungover. It was hotter than hell out. Imagine that. It, kind of, it was so narrow why it's up front fishing. I was like, oh, I, need to, I need to eat something or I'm going to die. And I look at, I had been eating a sandwich, and I couldn't remember what I did with it, but I look at the, you know, on the some part of the boat, there's a sandwich there, half eaten. And I look at it, and there's chew, chew grains on it. I'm like, well, I wasn't chewing. But I think that's my sandwich, and I ate like two bites of it, and it was all fucking mayo. I swear to God, it was all mayonnaise. So I, I took a bite and I like spit it back in the river and I, I threw the sandwich in the river. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, sorry, Faith, I'm not, I'm not that big a fan of mayo. White on the mayo. Two minutes later, Wyatt goes, "Where's my sandwich?" <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> I had a mouthful of Wyatt's two grains and mayo.
0: <laughs>
1: God damn it, Corey. <laughs>
0: So she likes to go a little heavy on the mayo. She's pretty heavy on the sauces. She has them all (laughs) but the sauces.
2: Connor owes you a steak, I owe you a sandwich.
0: Yep. (laughs) Is that mayo? Mayo and wintergreen. Not the best sandwich I've ever had. Not the best, Mm -mm. (laughs) Mm couple. She's all about the ranch. Let let the current take the rest of this sandwich.
2: (laughs) It's like spreading ashes.
1: (laughs) You Just see like the greasiness of the the mayo just dissipating throughout yeah, you the water like, column. The oil spill of the mayo, like <laughs> bunch of bunch of surprise, Bunch of carp came up and started spray. gumming it off. Yeah, Surprises of, started, started busting. busting. <laughs> like,
0: they're soaking baits in mayo now. Like, that's what they won't talk about on this on this show. <laughs> like, they used to
1: spray WD forty in bait bags. The funny thing is, you
0: think they're kidding, but mayo, you guys, we're gonna have to cut that. <laughs> <laughs> You guys got like the Thunder Cricket coming out, but it's like. but, but <laughs> trail you guys robbing mayo. that mail and it's like rebranding it. Mail flavored like, speed Domestically draws. rebranding that as uh, bite
2: powder. Yeah. Dispenses a trail of mayo as a. Mayo
1: infused Guggen baits. <laughs> it's a little pocket. Bait pocket. <laughs> you got a turkey baster full of mayo on the boat. <laughs> <laughs>
2: The oh, baster. <laughs> the byster. Oh. Good stuff, Maynard. Yeah. So like Hellman's Mail or is it's it gotta like, be Hellman's. Yeah, none of that miracle whip shit. Fuck. What that. about Dukes? I hear a lot about Dukes. Never I don't know if we can get that up here, but down south that. they're all about Dukes. Duke's mail? Duke's Mail. Okay. I believe there's a hmm. football bowl game. Something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a male guy, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> we know you don't like mail. Girls. <laughs> that is
0: so okay, so what? <laughs> Shit's gross. You more of a horseradish man, or no, what I, do you put? I like the horseradish. Gross, dude. No, really? Oh, dude. Oh. Horseradish is
1: disgusting.
2: No, get that shit out of here. I got a supplier from New Prague,
0: horseradish guy, that makes the best <laughs> horseradish. <laughs> it's
2: like buying meth or something. Oh, no, my, my, my buddy's horse dad radish. makes horseradish?
0: Oh, it's fucking good. Dude, I don't even know what kind of horses they use for that <laughs> shit. <anymore. laughs> I don't, and it's, it's so bad. It's like, I don't like the horse or the radishes. <laughs> it is so bad.
2: Oh, it's good. Clean your oh. nostrils right out. It's kind of like gin.
0: Everybody likes gin. I'm like.
1: They're just weird. Yeah, that's
0: my my it. I feel like we just put a pine tree every in a blender and then you drink <laughs> it. This yeah, it is nasty. bad. I agree. But then people look at me like, oh, you like whiskey? That's gross. I'm like, it's so good. Once yeah. it hits your lips. So, or to hit your you lips, know, you can't stop. To each their own. He likes horseradish, <laughs> she likes mayo, you know, to each their own. I don't know how we get along, but
1: <laughs> yeah. to be honest with you, this is surprising because I never heard Corey turn down any form of food. So, hey, and I. <laughs> what
0: you're trying to say, boy. <laughs> Sounds like you need more bread with your mail. but Faith, she puts a lot of love into those sandwiches. She does. So, okay. I will say that if you're a fisherman, you can relate with this statement of like, you eat a lot of fucking sandwiches, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. So there are certain, like, sandwiches that I just like, ugh, like mm-hmm. turkey. I can't do turkey I don't no do turkey. more. Can't do turkey no more. Rotisserie
2: chicken my, my go-to. That's your go-to. Mm-hmm. I live on Wiley Wallabies <laughs> most of the summer. <laughs> yes he does i do like a Wiley australian Wiley. Wiley. licorice <laughs> oh god yeah
1: when we were fishing with, with hayden and damien every every like 15 minutes we would hear corn a corn to... nah,
0: I not just see <laughs> licorice man every,
1: every 15 minutes we'd hear their boat 100 yards away you want some wily wallabies
0: <laughs> Wily wallabies and jerky of some sort oh, i do like jerky okay there's are you standard red wily wallabies no dude, I,
3: I
2: the green ones are my it's go to. You ones. know what? Here's the problem with the red ones. One time one time I went on a quick trip and I grabbed a red bag. Cinnamon. It was a freaking Trojan what? Trojan horse of shitty wily wallabies. It was disgusting, dude. I didn't Fireball think... licorice. What the <laughs> That's f- exactly <laughs> what it was. Oh, it was gross. So I gotta really watch the red ones. But... <laughs> gotta read the
0: bag if it's red. You know? yeah. <laughs>
1: About you want a Wiley Wallaby? <laughs>
0: yeah, man, I can't eat sandwiches anymore either. I just buy licorice. <laughs> oh my god. No, I'm a I'm a big Italian uh, sandwich guy. Okay. It's a little hard like, salami. Like a little sure. pepperoni cold sure. cuts.
1: Yeah. One, I make that. One yeah. little hack that I learned this year that I actually that I like a lot now, instead of using the actual sandwich bread, like loaves of sandwich bread, I like to do hamburger buns to make sandwiches on because they don't get when you put the sauce on them. You ever put a bunch of sauce on For all sandwich? the
0: mayo my wife puts on <laughs> yeah. this? I found that the hamburger bun absorbs the mayo a lot better. No, it doesn't it's get soggy. It's much the sandwich tastes when I increase the thickness that's... of the bun by over 100%.
2: Shit, maybe that's why I like them. Yeah, I don't like, like the bread to get soggy. It's like waterproofing a basement.
0: <laughs> Add a little more insulation, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder you like hamburger buns. I bet you might like one of her sandwiches. I might. Yeah, I might try it with hamburger bun. You might, might like hamburger it a more. bun. Yep. <laughs> he's g- he's going to give it a second try. No, I don't Mine chew it. that much anymore, you're so you're not going to find two try. grains in it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Clitter. You might, find, you might find like a used on pouch stuffed inside or something. But Fill it up again. <laughs> he's ready for another <laughs> one. Hey, buddy, you want a zinachino or what? <laughs> you
0: want Apple a little cran- hit from the Benjamin Franklin, buddy? <laughs> Apple crantini, bud.
1: <laughs> Apple crantini there, bud.
0: <laughs> hey, can I uh, talk you into him there, bud? <laughs> Hey, uh, you want to be a bad bitch? Grab daddy a beer there, bud. Yeah. Thanks, homeboy. Yeah, no problem. No problem. No problem. Sorry, I don't have any woolly wallabies left. God damn. <laughs> new- We're going on a different podcast. <laughs> so all you men out there who think that your wives, you appreciate the thought, she's making sandwiches, but she's going a little heavy on the mail. We got a pro tip here. it's Stout? Hamburger buns, the thickest, juiciest hamburger buns. White or wheat, Wyatt. White. White. Quick or, trip,
1: quick trip buns. Brioche, trip Is, is brioche an option. And brioche are delicious as the well. The brioche that's, are nice. That's, that's okay. for the, the people a little bit nice. on a heavier scale of income. I mean, that's <laughs> kind of fancy.
0: <laughs> it's for the St. Croix River folk. Yeah, for the Hudson folks. That's, yes. mm. that's for your St. Jude. That's for your St. Jude winners. For the <laughs> sailboaters. <laughs> for the sailboaters in the Pickle Factory. Yes. The it's right. for Hubert E. Pickle
2: what out of you, the Pickle Factory. Take it down to the regatta on Saturday. Mm. and
0: <laughs> Regatta? Is that uh, a fleet? Wasn't well, no,
2: that a sailboat race, right?
0: I don't even know, man. I think. Well, that, you guys do this. You got to come hang out on
2: St. Croix more. Isn't that, <laughs> doesn't doesn't that
0: fully encompass a rat he has to sail to? No, oh, that, fuck that. It's that. an instant delete of your man card <laughs> and your river <rubber> rat card. <laughs> <laughs> that,
1: that deletes a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. Got it.
0: <laughs> do you want to keep free speech alive, Wyatt? What do you think?
1: Teal's not going to cut it. He's not going to cut it. <laughs> he's looking at me kind of crazy right now. I don't think he's going to cut it.
0: You got okay. that crazy look in your eye, Harry. <laughs> I was told this would be this organic. <laughs> Let her
1: rip. He's got the eye of the Jew.
0: <laughs> That's what you were told.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so don't
0: fuck this up. That's what I'm
1: saying, man. <laughs> <laughs> Should
2: we tell him how I'm an honorary Hmong?
1: Yeah! No, that I just was learned that story on the story. way here. That's honorary? Funny.
0: He's an honorary Hmong of Wisconsin. Is that, like, similar to being ordained? Uh, like an ordained Hmong? Maybe. I, I don't know. Well,
2: in a... <laughs> So I, I fished what used to be called the Red Lion Bass Tour, and it's
0: predominantly Asian people that fish it, Hmong, Hmong community. Look, kind of like the Redskins were called the Redskins. it That was called right. the Red Line before it changed? <laughs>
2: kind or? of, something like okay. that. But... <laughs> Anyway, I fished these for a while, and and I was now on Toledo Bend for that divisional we were talking about earlier. There was a a Hmong guy on the team, and for like four days he wouldn't really make contact with me. It was kind of weird about just me. And I was like, oh, I don't know what's going on. And he went up to my friend Josh Miller, and he goes, Hey, you know got you know that guy pretty well, right? And Josh, Josh says, Yeah, he's a really good friend of mine. And uh, this guy says. Well, do you think he'd care if I asked what clan he's from? Clan. And, yeah, Josh. Josh is like clan. Like, what do you mean, like Ku Klux Klan? <laughs> and he's like, no, no, he's Hmong, isn't he? Like, there's, <laughs> I think, 18, 18 clans
0: among. You do look a little Hmong Now that well, I think about it, I I'm didn't really, pretty, thi- I didn't really I'm, see it. I'm I'm a short, mustache, but I'm short and when you,
2: when I'm, you know, I was tan and whatever, and Your he would seen me at all these tournaments, and he assumed I was Asian. I love that. <laughs> well, so, you're good at fishing. Asians typically
0: are pretty good at fishing.
2: Yep, they're hammers. Uh, they're better than me. Better than me. But yeah, that was kind of.
1: <laughs> we laughed for a long time. About it. <laughs> so Corey is now the honorary Hmong of Wisconsin. <laughs> so
0: how does it feel? Pretty good. Pretty good. No, I, feel I like. You it know feel I'm pretty good to be Asian. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Like, I'm had... smarter than everybody. Yep. You make better lures. Yep. I mean,
1: way better at live scope than everyone else. You
0: come over; you don't need to know how to catch a smallmouth to catch a smallmouth.
1: Just go I win mean, tournaments on smallmouth. Right first time trying. Right. Yeah. They have the
2: best potlucks after those tournaments. I'll tell you that much.
1: <laughs> I believe that. Oh, they're good. It,
2: man. Dude, I they're that. so legit. I, I ran into Seth at one of them, and he came up to me. He had his sweatshirt pocket full of these fruits. <laughs> <laughs> it was nothing I'd ever seen. <laughs>
3: Seth, Seth goes nothing like, this "I'd never was... seen.
2: <laughs> oh, they were bizarre looking. I." I they were delicious. Seth goes, What are these? And he's like, They're freaking awesome. So I ate one. It was like a grape almost once he opened it up. They're freaking awesome. But anyway, I'll probably never see one again. <laughs> Where is this? And St. Croix. Okay. Seth was there. He was doing promotional stuff for uh, Daiwa. Him and Peter, Pete, Pete, uh, Prespiora. Sorry. They're like, Yo, you got to try these? Yeah. Seth was like, you know what these are called? I said, I have no idea. And I grabbed one out of his pocket and they're
0: freaking good. <laughs> it's like all the lures I get. I can't read the bag, but oh I got one! Oh shit. <laughs> it works. <laughs> That's cool, man. Is there uh I don't know where I was going with that, but I don't got really
1: drunk with Seth at a boat ramp one time. That sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> the only other, that's the only story I got like that. <laughs> Seth showed up
0: late to tournaments. That story he had with you about,
1: about running through all those no wakes on Tonka was oh, fucking hilarious. That's a crazy one, but <laughs> me
0: and uh, Mark Shirley used to fish together. We were real young. You know, He could drive. I couldn't at this point. And We fished the Big Bass Bonanza series, which was kind of the trail out this way. And I'll never forget. Um, Seth and Figgy fished that trail. They were guys from the cities. And uh, we show up to Green one morning, and only Figgy's there. And we're like, Seth and Figgy were kind of the talk of the trail. Like, oh, uh, everybody <laughs> talked about him. It's like, oh, where's Seth? Where's Seth? Where's Seth? You know, he's gone. Figgy's like, oh, yeah, he had a wedding last night. You know? <laughs> Everybody's like, we have a chance. We have a chance. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I'll never forget me and Mark Shirley were sitting on a, a rock spot that we like to fish and uh all of a sudden we see this boat like rooster tail beelining from the access like to the access to pick up a guy (laughs) right goes picks up a guy you can see the puff of smoke coming (laughs) from the dock yep yep all of a sudden dart lights up we're like ah shit (laughs) next thing you know they're beelining towards us we're like found something we found set <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> down like right in front of us two casts four pounder gone it's like fuck we missed that one god damn it he can see it with one eye guy couldn't even drive here still probably Jesus <laughs> no but that was those guys right like there's we all know those anglers who just got it. Mm -hmm. Yep. You're one of them. (laughs) You're one of them, buddy. And so are you. And, uh, I guess there's a dominance factor. We've all felt it where you can just pull up and you got it Mm -hmm. where you just, you're grooving with it. You're feeling it. And it's a momentum sport and your success builds off of that. I'm sure you can relate. Um, but on the river, aside from time on the water, what makes a dominant river angler? Looking back at your guys's kind of dominant years, fishing the river. I'll go back for my for myself. I said it before. Everyone uh, says time on the waters. Don't give me that. Shit. No, I know you put your time. <laughs> I,
2: I have had the best partners I could hope for. Like I fished the last fifteen years with basically three guys. Wyatt now being number four, and you know Andy Bylander, Mike Mattis, Brian Harmon. Wyatt, i mean i couldn't ask for better partners
0: that's such a typical response i'd like to why well, i'd like to thank my wife i'd like to thank my wife she's the reason i'm here today like no 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 and but
2: it, i hear you loud like first one thing i got from all of them though and we talked about that's this a big before, one dude keep keeping it simple like don't overcomplicate it you know do go do what you do and try and try and learn every day
0: around on the water i guess having a good partner to me is something that is crucial if you're fishing a team tournament because if you don't have a good partner there's somebody who does and they're putting their heads together and they're gonna kick that sweet ass of yours you know what i mean it's a (laughs)
2: multifaceted thing having a good partner there's so many things that go hand in hand
1: with it and you've touched on it plenty in this podcast too finding a good tournament partner is like finding a good woman it ain't easy to do yeah, you know yeah. it's still looking yeah <laughs> not for a tournament partner Dane, you're right, my you boy yeah dane but i mean it's yeah and when you do find one things really click for each other and, yeah. and for you too as a team and that is that's something special when you do find it for sure for sure
0: so tournament partner you need a good tournament partner to dominate on the river but i think there's a little more to it than that i mean you guys put a lot of time in you have for good sure. tournament partners but i mean He's not going to answer, so tell me about his tournament success and how many tournaments he's won, and then I'm going to ask you the same. Yeah, because I know he's not going to say, I won the St. Jude like about 80,000 times in a row, man. Well, He's not going to say that.
2: I'll, I'll Brian, tell you Brian did that. That was just the long... Brian Harmon's a great
0: fisherman. He's a great fisherman. And if he was as funny as Wyatt, he might be here. Right. I'm just kidding. No, good. If you put Brian at that seat
2: over here, I don't think any of us would leave. No. Oh, oh my God. He is a...
0: Brian, you're coming next time, buddy. Mm-hmm. No, no but I, talk about their success a little bit, because I know he won't it was, talk about it.
1: It. Was, it was really something. So that was kind of, I think the first year I fished the... Was was that year you and, you and Harmon and then Tegan and fad was you, with when you guys went head-to-head basically throughout the year. Was that, was that the MLS or was that UMBCS? No,
2: the MLS, we did it. You well.
1: worked that one over. Yeah. But it was, the, it was the UMBCS year. I think it was the first year I fished that the UMBCS. That was the
2: last tournament. Like 16 pounds was 25th place. Yeah, was yeah, the Best the river ever fished.
1: Yeah, there was like, it was that we fished. Yeah, Jeremiah and I we had like 18 pounds in that one and got like fourth or fifth or something. I think we
2: took fourth with 18 and a half or yeah. whatever. It was it was stupid. Wait, yep. I caught a six and a quarter. It
1: was August. Yeah, I it was a six middle and of summer. Smallmouth.
2: Yeah, and, real, and I was pissed because I because yeah. I caught a six in pound practice.
1: large <laughs> It's like oh I was I was gonna say I, I don't remember. Yeah, we did get big bass now because I caught a six pound largemouth. It was a in that tournament, but. It was that year, back to what we were talking about with with especially that dominant run that him and Bri were on there for a while. That was the first year I had fished that circuit. And basically, the only way I can uh, explain how to be as dominant on a river as them were was um, be a lot better at fishing smallmouth than everyone else. (laughs) Because... That, that was pretty much what it happened to be dude, that year. They won.
0: Even then, we were. I looked every, at the results from afar. Everything. You won everything. We won a few, but no, we, oh we were never we were right. never as yeah. good as Matt
2: Larson. We were never Shut as good up, as Jesse dude. Wolf. Like, them guys were. They were dude, pioneers. I, I don't, How many
0: St. Jude's did he win in a row? And that's just one tournament. Aaron, in La, three, La- Aaron LaRock, three LaRock three and Joel Three in Hall. Jude's in a row. Mm-hmm. Three Jude's in a row. Okay. And then. No, very lucky. You're done talking I'm going right to go pee. I'm going to go pee. Walk me through his – it just needs to be on the record, and then we're done. Okay. His dominance. Walk me through it. The quick version, I don't know how long it's going to be. He's going to stop on us. like,
1: how he did it? Or no. Like just like kind of explain it? There,
0: people listening maybe don't okay. know what he did.
1: So there was – so This it had been going on long before what I was talking about. But the first year that I fished the UMBCS circuit, I think it was five regular season tournaments on championship – I think Corey and Brian won four of the five that year, and I think they got like, I mean, they I think they had a top ten in the one that they didn't win or something right. like that. But it was and it was dominant. I mean, the craziest thing about it was that year is there's another guy, Devin Teagan, who's also very good. He won the Open on the out of lacrosse mm-hmm. a few years back, but he was finishing second in every single one that they won. So it was it, it, so it wasn't like they won four out of the five tournaments, and yet it came of the last tournament they had not won team of the year yet. Like, it's still like there was. Like, there's, not, there's nothing more you can do at that point. Right. And yet, there was still a chance that they could lose team of the year that year. And they, like I said, they ended up having, they finished, like, top ten or something. But, I mean, they were the most dominant force from pool, I'd say, six to pool four. Right. For four or five years. I mean, just yeah.
0: dominating, winning everything hacked yeah i mean it was st- everything stupid you're fishing for second place on those pools yeah. if they showed up exactly that's why i wanted to get on the record because to me like needs to be it, it does and it,
1: Corey will never take all the credit Corey I know, will never and take that's credit why for I like he's too humble he's an, That's he's why i like him but
0: that's why i a, like him
1: absolutely dominating for a good span there
0: that's what i like about him is he's humble mm-hmm. and but like kind of like a slapper Right, yeah. was, like, it was a similar. There was like that, that going down on the river, and four years, if you're looking at the standings of a river event, he was at in first fucking place ninety percent of the time. Wasn't they were him? It was nice. he was him. Awesome, that guy. It was uh-huh. yeah.
1: We. That's damn. why I said they were him. Them, yeah, right.
0: And Brian Harmon, yep, who'll be here next time. From the sounds of it.
1: Yeah, dude. <laughs> you need we're we're going to need an we old weekend. For- <laughs> yeah, gonna say, Perfect. Not, it's not going to be a drive home podcast afterwards. <laughs> we might go for a rip <laughs> on the sled, Bob. I like it.
0: I like it. But okay. So, I mean, you kind of have that, you have that kind of run and like it's it's unique enough where you get almost positive attention, but you also have people saying like, I bet you got accused of cheating.
1: Oh, <laughs> you know, there's <laughs> names. Yeah. yeah, you know, know what, what I mean. It happened. If but. you
0: have a dominant enough of a run where people say you're cheating and you're not, that's, 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 that's happen. you've done it. It's gonna you, happen. You're you're there. Yep. You you made it. So yeah, like and it was
2: some people that I would consider friends. It was like they're I don't I don't know if they're jealous or what, but I stuff gets back to you. You know, you got to remember at these weigh-ins like. It's a pretty tight knit community in a small world and people hear about it. So yeah. it some of it was it hurt.
0: Is that why you've been going easy on us here the last <laughs> year or two? Well, no, Psychological you got me as a t- turn I'm psychologically. I'm psychologically down because of it. Picked up Wyatt, like yeah, he's, yeah he's like No, it, I'm it, gonna it, start we'll show it, them. Well, it was an eye opener, you know, you just
2: learn who you can trust and who you can't. Yeah. Kind of deal. hmm But
0: but like that run you would call it luck or you would call it something that, or Brian, you would call it Harmon or luck, but there, there's more to it than that in terms of, of what you're doing. I know, you know, baby between a baby brush hog, Brian Harmon, and holy kids. shit, high school kids, it's <laughs> high yep. school kids. Yep. <laughs> but no, you had a deal. You had a hack that obviously really brought you to a new dimension of success when it comes to it, uh,
2: I mean, if I had to look back, you know, Madison, I, it started with Mike when I was fishing with him. We won team of the year twice, I think for Greg's and what Mike and I, the way Mike and I fished together is completely polar opposite of what Brian and I are doing now, but it, it was all, it all led into, you know, one hand feeds the other until you get to this point. It it was a building, you know, it all built into whatever.
0: And, uh, what was the question? (laughs) so like i felt i felt that dominance (laughs) i've had i i haven't had the years of dominance you've had but i've had a dominant year where it was like i couldn't do anything wrong dude you've made
2: a name for yourself
0: all over the state i know that well dude like to do it four years in a row like that like there is a recipe that you take to the water every day and i guess The coolest thing about this podcast for me is, is not learning where people fish or, you know, all of that. It's learning how they think. And that to me is what's beautiful about anglers. And I guess the mentality that you guys had during that dominant stretch, that's what I want to dig into is, is how were you guys thinking and approaching that? Because it was something that was special and different than. It was cool. At it was anything it, I've seen down there.
2: It was. It was. It was an evolution, like I touched on a minute ago. I mean, it. It went from being completely current heavy to. Uh, oh, sorry about that. No, you're fine. You're fine. I'm trying to think how to word it. I guess I don't know. We. we we just learned so much over those few years, and, and Brian fished with another guy from Buffalo City that knows more about that river than, than anybody, so we, we gleaned information from everybody. I mean,
0: totally. We were, we were super lucky in that regard, but... It's a game of decisions, right? Right. You guys made, obviously, really good decisions. There was a reasoning for those decisions. There was a reasoning for the preparation, the way you prepared. I think you just said what I was trying to say. Like, yeah. And... I look
2: back, and our decision making was pretty good. Our it, we fished so clean for like three, four years in a row. Like didn't lose fish. You get bit, you put them in the boat. You know that that lent itself to some success. This year we had a little bit of the dropsies, and it just you can't you can't do that, especially now. Wyatt knows how competitive it's gotten down there. Like you. You get, if you're lucky enough to get five good bites a day, you better put them in the bowl. Mm -hmm.
0: When you guys would practice, okay, right? Because you always start a day somehow. You start a day, you know, thinking I'm going to do this or what have you. And everybody practices a little bit differently. Yep. You know, some people don't stick them. You know, there's different philosophies to preparing for an event. And I guess the river is a unique one because. I feel like the river is a type of deal where it could be sunny and a warming trend, and you could stick every single one of those fish in a backwater, knowing that tomorrow is going to be cold and shitty, and none of them are going to be there. Right, hundred percent. And I don't think a lake is exactly the same way. Where with a shallow bait, you know, type of scenario, I don't think the travel distance is quite as much. Right. I don't fully understand how they
2: stage on a lake, but they they will hit the rewind button four days on a cold spring cold front, mm-hmm. um, and get right back to where they started. And like you said, the
1: distance thing—I feel like in a lake, in a lot of those situations, they have a lot further to travel to really backtrack than mm-hmm. on a river. They can be up and spawning, and fifty yards away is where they were two weeks ago pre-spawn on a seam or something back out. And yeah. they, they don't, you know, they they it can backtrack really quick. Took them
2: forever to get there. Like you're waiting mm-hmm. and waiting and then they get there and then the next day they're back, they're back. Yep.
0: And I guess and maybe they already spawned. They yeah. spawn fast. Yep. I've won one. I've won a tournament on the river in the springtime with Dane. And I guess to me, this is where I have so much respect for you guys, is because I've had it work one time for me where. You know, the weather was getting really good leading up to that tournament. It was warming. The largies were starting to do their thing. Yep. Um, and then day before the tournament and tournament day, complete 180, mm-hmm. rain, cold, How it shitty. Often, so often happens. But,
2: a, <laughs> yes. Matt Larson right? Day. That's the days Matt prays for. Mm-hmm.
0: So Dane and I, we figured out a main river channel weatherproof pattern so to speak yep for smallmouth in practice and then that started to turn into holy fuck this largemouth thing is looking really good like it could beat that main river smallmouth thing but then you look at the weather and it's like if if you if you know how those fish are going to act you look at the weather and you say this is like the magic recipe looking back at it like we were guessing but it was the best guess we ever made for that tournament and the weather was perfect like we abandoned all of that largemouth stuff and we strictly stuck to our main river Mm pre-spawn smallmouth deal smart fisherman smart move and and it worked right and i just wonder how many people were fishing practice two days ago up in them backwaters for largemouth, yep. right? And, and I guess where my question was coming from with that dominance that you had, experiencing just a sliver of that, that to me is what it's all about, is anticipation. Oh, dude. <laughs> and I guess, like, that's what I want to dig into a little bit.
2: It, well, here's a, for instance, the, the third, the third, last time we won St. Jude's day one we had stagers and we hung in there i don't know if we had we might have been in the top five i suppose day two they're they're moving and we entirely threw what we did day one out the window and went for it they they slid up overnight and we whacked them it was that was like the the
0: i'm really proud of that decision brian and i made Dude, that is, that is a decision you'll never forget. And to me, that's that's a harder decision to make than what I just talked about. Because you just fucked them up day one doing this. Did okay. How right? do you not? But, but you did okay. When they go, they go. Do you think it wasn't... Do you think had it gone better day one, you wouldn't have made the same decision? Like it was almost a good no, thing? No, we, we had to. I mean, it...
2: We could have done what we did and maybe squeaked out an okay bag Mm
0: -hmm. but the bulk of those fish fled they went they went to the bank so you think that run you had was really understanding the fish movement on the river dude it was some decisions it was there was a ton of
2: luck i mean the 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 fall judes that we won loves to
1: say that what
0: do you think sorry i'm cutting you i'm cutting that luck shit off
1: he loves to say we got
0: lucky i know what do you think
1: Oh, I think he's just a, a dude that understands. He's just a fishy guy. Yeah. So is Brian. So is the other guy. Mike. There's Matt, a lot of guy fishy guys about. though,
0: Wyatt. There's a lot of fishy guys that yep. don't do that. So what was it like?
1: Eh, that was what we talked about as far as being a river rat. Rule number two: fishing the conditions and always be willing to change. And being from the river and doing as well as he has all his time, he knows more than anybody when and why to do things
0: right and
1: obviously it's paid off big time
0: so then you feel that glory right and now you don't win every tournament anymore right or whatever yep you are then, still the most feared man on the river to me now besides Wyatt or Cade there's some there's some scary dudes there's, some, down there's, there. a of, there's a lot of good ones but but okay like do you think it's it's like, like coming up here there's there's so many scary do you think you here. get too comfortable in in what what worked in the past and the river changed i think you you know know, what i mean it's so hard to get away from what we did that
2: worked for near 10 Mm -hmm. years yeah and now then the the river has changed we talked about it before the podcast the river's totally changed so now (laughs) we got to relearn everything it's like going back to these lakes i mean Mm -hmm. 15 years ago when i fished lakes in northern wisconsin like i could we could compete we did really well up there actually andy and i did I always thought I could just fall back into it, it was lakes right. waypoints are the way waypoints are the same, but now with the technology we have it's this was such an eye opener this year with the team trail like how far behind I am on that and the electronics yeah. end, and dude like
0: i got some i got some learning to do for sure me too bud me too <laughs> me too seems like it's such a double edged sword of a sport, you know. It is that way where you get a little bit comfortable on one edge of your sword and you forget mm-hmm. that there's two to it and you accidentally cut your head off for right. the whole season. <laughs> yeah. I can relate with that. Well, and it, momentum starts going the wrong way. As you talked about it earlier. It, momentum is huge. I this, agree with that. Game. Mm-hmm. For me, it's big. Yeah. yeah. So talk to me about Wyatt, because I know like stone cold stud. Yeah. Stone cold <laughs> stud killer. Yeah. Kill killer, killer. Okay. So what makes Wyatt well, I'm so start, dominant on the river?
2: I'm gonna start with this. His, his dad, Wade, is a hammer. Yep. I'm sure Wyatt learned we've never really taught I'm sure Wyatt learned a ton from Wade. Mm, absolutely. Wyatt puts his time in. He's had some great partners up till now. <laughs> and he I, I don't He'd know. He'd I mean, a river I, rat.
0: Make fun of yourself.
2: (laughs) The one one thing I see with Wyatt after fishing with him for a full year now, like he just fishes. Like Brian and I have talked about it, like because he's always curious. Like, what's what's Wyatt doing?
3: Like, I don't know,
2: (laughs) nothing special, bud. Nothing. It is nothing. (laughs) I'm not. We're none of us are doing anything special, but like Wyatt literally just fishes. Like, if he wants to catch a smallmouth, I don't know. I look back, like Rick Hollis always told me, just put the trolling motor down and fish. Mm-hmm. And I, you seem to do that, too. But, yeah, you go up a bank and catch what's there and learn and, I don't know. And then go hit 15, more, then spots then go hit 15 more spots. And go hit 15 more spots. Right. You cover water and practice, like, as much as you can. And
0: Now, like, you two have joined forces later in life, right? Mm-hmm. So you guys, what's cool about fishing is you get in a boat with somebody that, you didn't before you could fish the same looking water and now somebody's looking at it a lot differently right Mm -hmm. and i would say that every person i've fished with has like a special ability where like you put this in their hand or you do this and they're really freaking good Mm -hmm. and a lot of people are really good all the time but everybody's got that that thing that they're really good at i guess what is something that getting in the boat with wyatt that like you've learned like holy shit he got me back into dragon
2: yeah <laughs> i like you boy you just like me <laughs> yeah no i i kind of i kind of put that rod down for a while and sure it it still catches them
3: oh yeah
0: how about you with cory what's like something like what's his like everybody's got a special ability maybe why it's a backwater guy and Corey's like really good with main river current or whatever it might be right why it's good everywhere, but... I know, if there's a river, Wyatt <laughs> can fish it. That's what I know, but...
1: One thing one thing about Corey that I am not good at, Corey is experimenting nonstop all day long, every day. Tournament day, it doesn't matter. This guy is changing baits constantly, which is a really good way to figure out what's going on and figure out what the fish want, what they want on any given day. And I don't do that so much. I'm usually just locked into my... I mean, I, I switch baits a lot, but not nearly like what Corey's doing. And Why, it's and, like
0: there's nothing like smoking weed after a long day of smoking <laughs> weed. It's
1: like, I'm going to flip a jig. I'm going to go flip a jig a jig, and then I'm going to try a jig after that. <laughs> I love it, dude. But, I love it. But, no, I, Corey, is, he's just very versatile in anything he wants to do, and he's going to try everything in one day I, and figure out what's best.
2: I would say in this – is in defense of caught a lot of crap over the years. I'm never on them
1: in practice.
2: Like I'm not afraid to run into the wall like a thousand times. Love that. Which is why I can't break down a body of water fast, I think. But I I never catch them in practice. Very seldom. And yeah, got a lot of crap showing up to tournaments and you you on them?
1: Nah,
0: no no
2: terrible. Of course I'm not.
1: 20
0: pounds never. in August. Yeah and then we do well. <laughs> Is that because you don't check your, like, you're always looking for something different, and you're not checking the shit that you know you're going to fish anyway? Right. Yeah, if you know they're there, why would you check Well, no wonder your practice was shit. You didn't practice anything good. (laughs) Right. He doesn't like to let people
1: see him on those spots. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That makes a lot of sense, actually. I have
2: two really good friends, and I'm not going to say who they are, but (laughs) two partners that, (laughs) because this might cause a divorce, but the one partner's always harping on the other one. He'll... go check a bush like it's a bush there's one fish in there all the time and it's a big one and he will go check it two days before the tournament and yank it and it's like you can't you can't do that Mm -mm.
0: no screw lock that bush dude screw lock that (laughs) bush exactly if you're gonna go to that bush screw lock (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) my
1: buddy cornhole and banger over here (laughs) cornroll wallace
2: You ever watch Chappelle? Yes, uh, I fucking love it. Chappelle, <laughs> greatest of all time. I just broke back into it the other day. He's <laughs> Freaking... gold, man. Oh. Pure gold. Oh yeah, pure gold. Did you ever watch his Neil Brennan? His his head writer's name is Neil Brennan, skinny white dude. Uh huh. I don't know. He he did a stand up years ago, and it's it's not on Netflix anymore. But it was the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. He's the guy. He's the guy in the Clayton Bigsby sketch. His head blows up in the back of the. Oh <laughs> fuck! He was oh he's got there are a couple of his specials on there they're okay but man the old one was funnier than hell. Dude,
0: they don't make good shit. Like
2: they can't. <laughs>
0: well, I know. Like what the fuck? Right. Yeah. They'll so, make good movies. They made the. When's shit the that... last time you saw a good comedy?
2: Oh, stand up. Is stand up is all there is left if there is left.
1: What's stand up? Mm-hmm. Stand up. What?
2: Oh, stand-up comedy. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Oh, like yeah. Matt who's Rife. that guy? <laughs> Matt Rife. You He's hear funny. about the you hear about the one he did when he got canceled for saying something. Uh-uh.
2: Did you oh see God. what his apology was? Yes, that's yes, what
1: I'm getting yes. at. His apology. Actually, I actually might have seen this. Yeah, the, yeah he well, posted a website to his official apology, and the website brought you to a page where you could buy helmets for the special. Yes, <laughs> I did see that. Yes. <laughs> like, that, is, that is Still fuck, hope in the
0: world.
2: Fucking hilarious. <laughs> Some
0: of
1: the coolest
2: stuff I've ever heard. Yep. Man. Who's that other one? That's, oh, uh, Shane Gillis. Shane Gillis. Yes. Yeah. Gillis.
0: We used to have white corners. <laughs> <laughs> white corners. <laughs> like, down syndrome just nicked me. It hit me fully. <laughs> you see that? This must be one of the driving ones. Dude, I, he's my favorite right now is Gillis. Gillis is hilarious. Like, just funny. He's
1: talking about with the Trump accent. He comes He's like, Trump goes into a debate. They're both gay.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty good Oh, right? dude, it was funny. Uh... <laughs> so, like, good movies, though. Okay. You guys have good taste. Like, Oh, I have best taste, man. Yeah. Okay. Like...
1: <laughs> Here's a nice piece of shit. <laughs> I watch
0: I watch complete garbage, dude.
2: Same. Right. I just bought a movie. I've been looking for this movie for fifteen years. What is it? It's what? called Poor White Trash. It was made in two thousand <laughs> dude. You gotta check it. It's called
0: off. Weaver Bottoms. You gotta read it.
2: <laughs> it gotta watch it, I mean. So this it used to be on Comedy Central like full time. It's. I feel like I've seen it. It is horrible, but I love it. Like, it's, it's like Trailer uh, Park Boys. Lo- yeah. Lois, Lois Einhorn plays the mom of these Trailer Park kids, and they
1: do a bunch of burglary shit. It's, Isn't that Lois Einhorn from Ace Ventura? Yeah. Is that the same? Same actress. Oh, or really? Juano. <laughs> and
2: then... Uh,
1: she found Captain Winky. <laughs> Joe,
2: Joe Dirt's, Joe Dirt's sister is in it as well. Okay. You're my sister, you're my sister. Yep. Um... <laughs> Yeah, that's, check it out. I had, to, I had to buy it off, like a, C, a DVD. <laughs> like,
1: fourteen ninety five. dollars Best of Corey's bought all year.
0: I had <laughs> to hook my record player up to the TV, but it worked. Might be, other than my Baby Billy. <laughs> baby Billy? I've never heard of either of those. <laughs> oh, God. You guys need to get out I thought more. I had good taste. <laughs> you like, need to get I out. You guys got a lot of shit I've never heard I've never of. never
2: seen The Righteous Gemstones? I feel like I've seen that,
1: that's, but I don't know. That's a good one. I don't know. Uh, Water Boy? Yeah. Slapshot? Slapshot's a good one. Goon? You like a hockey yeah. Goon? anybody yeah.
2: boards him, he's going to piss all over himself. <laughs> hey, Hanahan, your mother's a whore. Suzanne sucks.
1: <laughs> I got two rules. Stay away from my fucking Percocets, and do you have any fucking Percocets? <laughs> What is that from? That's Goon. 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 <laughs> oh, yeah. Goon rules. <laughs>
0: don't touch my parka sets. Do you have any fucking parka sets? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Shit. Was a-, a sleeper hockey movie that I think no one. Mystery Alaska? Anyone? I oh, saw it once. So- Russell Crowe? Disney, right? Oh, is it? Yeah, it's Disney. No. <laughs> yeah. I don't no, know. I don't just kidding, <laughs> I'm kidding,
2: not near own almost.
0: I don't know, I've never tried I do, I, it. I've never tried right. it, like, I can't tell you. You're, you're the curious part of the I didn't say I was curious, I was just saying, like, you don't know if, like, you don't have you tried it? No, how do you know you're gay then? you are both gay. I don't think <laughs> I'm gay, I don't think it, I don't think I'm gay, but like,
2: you never know. You, you could send us someplace nice, 20 bucks is 20 bucks. Ever,
0: <laughs> I didn't like mushrooms, but then I tried them and they were pretty good. Have you ever seen stripes?
2: Yeah. You are either of you homosexual. <laughs> no, but we can learn to be if you send us someplace nice.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Monty oh. Python and the Holy Grail. Oh, <laughs> I'm not sh- dead yet. I shall
1: fight <laughs> in your general
0: direction. <laughs> you must cut down the tallest tree in the forest <laughs> with a herring. <laughs> a herring. <laughs> You must bring us oh. a shrubbery. <laughs> we are the knights who say me, me, me." Oh, Holy this shit. is fun. <laughs> when he fights the guy and cuts off all his shit, and like, it's
1: just a flesh wound. Did you see? It's <laughs> just t- 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 a wound? Just a flesh wound. Do you know Justin Herbert? Do well, you watch much football at no? all? Quarterback of the Ice Chargers. Hawks. Football. I it's a sport. It's a sports football. game. Anyway, and I you'll, you'll get a
0: you'll get a kick out of this. Is that where they they cut the hook off a football jig and throw it <laughs> the head around I exactly? Yeah. 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 No, so, I've heard
1: of that. So Justin Herbert, the coach or the quarterback of the Chargers, he got he broke his thumb in a game or something. He was in an after the game interview, and they're like, "So Justin, tell us more about your thumb injury. What's what's going on with that?" He's like, just hmm, but a scratch." <laughs> <laughs> I did see like, that. And they're like, they're like, they're oh, like. A scratch and he goes that's just a flesh wound <laughs> <laughs> he totally went monty python on him <laughs> it was that's
0: fucking awesome. hilarious i was like
1: okay that's my new favorite player <laughs> for,
0: sure. for sure that is a sleeper movie oh yeah that is a dumb awesome movie oh absolutely well, they had a bunch of them right holy, well, grail. I I've only seen the holy grail i've only seen holy grail life but... of brian i'm trying to think mm. of some good holy grail quotes right now <laughs> i used to be able to fucking rattle that movie off <laughs> Bring out your dad. <laughs> <laughs> Bring out your dad. I'm it's not like, dead yet. <laughs> they used to, instead of riding horses, they would do coconuts. Like the coconuts.
3: <laughs>
2: Wyatt, Wyatt got to watch European Vacation for the first time this
0: summer. It's so yeah. East Mediterranean swallow. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's more like a European swallow, but a little more Mediterranean. That is awesome, <laughs> but like the they don't make like the old Sandler movies no more. No, no his fast. movies suck anymore. Yeah, they're serious. Dude, click. Like that one he got What yeah. happened that to that guy? It just made me sad. Yeah, yeah, like dude. It was funny for like a half hour, and then it just got sad. This after guy that. got abducted by aliens. They sent a new guy down, and he sucks. Right. And <laughs> yeah. he made some of the dude his dude. His,
2: his the CD. I'm oh old. boy Long but, lawyer, on
3: one yeah part
2: well that was snl but have you have you heard his like his bits from uh they're all gonna laugh at you no check it out it is yeah oh my god i wish wyatt was sitting here right now he welcome about, about pissed himself yeah it, it's
0: it's worth watching everybody at home check it out man um, used to sit be able to he, say anything you want in this country anything Except not really. You know what I mean? Dude, you could. you don't- No. Think about this. Okay? Music. Okay? Beer. 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 Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Beer me but blazer. blazer.
1: Before you no. get into it.
0: No. Music. Okay. Yep. Opposite of movies. Right? Yep. Music then versus music today. Right. If you hear oh, the way yeah. that some males talk about these women in music today. Terrible. Man, as a father, I can't imagine how you even put up with it. Versus movies, my my kids a swifty, so mm-hmm.
2: she she's on the other side of it. Maybe. She's on the good side, yeah. So break up, she, that's break what up she wants
0: again. you to think. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Out <Off> for yourself, bud. <laughs> movies, movies. I feel like you had the John Wayne era where it was kind of that way, like music, yep. and then you had like this era of absolute savagery with movies right and now it's soft it's soft it's real soft versus like music it's never been harder than it is today they've never talked more vulgarly about women about life about anything right music's as awful and as vulgar and as free and as evil as it's ever been until you get into like Sturgill Tyler Childers I don't know if you're into that I got a Sturgill record in the house. Big Domin- Childers fan. Dominates
2: the dojo. Yeah. Uh who else have you been into lately? Zach Bryan fan. Zach Bryan, yeah, he's a good a dude. Zach Bryan. Coulter wall. Coulter Coulter wall. Coulter Wall. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh
0: Paul Coffin. I did Low just key. start listening to him Groovy a little bit. Dude. Yeah.
1: Never heard of her. I like him. Paul <laughs> Coffin? Yep.
0: Yep. Paul Coffin. I just
1: I just heard of him yeah. last yeah. week and so we're gonna we're, to we're gonna
2: that. hang it up on the way home. Old yeah, Paul Paul Coffin. Yep.
0: Um Duke, good call on the Col yeah, Coulter Wall. Tyler Childers is good. Sturgill Simpson is uh,
1: Warren Zeters.
0: He's alright. I items. thought you were gonna say Warren Zevon. I don't know
3: who that is. <laughs> you don't know who that is. No.
2: Come on, dude. Mm-mm. You know who that is?
0: I know who Ted Nugent is. Christ I'll Friday, you guys are
2: <laughs> Warren Zevon, Werewolves of London. Oh, oh, fuck, fuck yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. A-hoo, <laughs> of <laughs> London. Rest of London. Rest in peace. But With the little piano riff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. yeah, Kid Rock copied like three. Yeah, he Probably. made Kid Rock made three songs about that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think he was in Poor White. That movie Poor White Trash was based on him, I think. Hey, man, whatever. <laughs> hey,
0: you got to hustle make a living, and I don't understand why Kid Rock can't, too. You right, know? yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, nothing came from nothing, you know?
1: <laughs> but
0: why is that? Why can't you make funny movies anymore? But yet, you can talk about women the way these people do in this music now. I agree.
2: Everybody's people used to
0: ask people. People don't even ask people on dates anymore. Like, I'm just wondering why that is. That's a weird analysis. I think we're making a new discovery right now in this in this time together.
1: I don't know. I don't want you to get canceled. Why? Because that's what happens now.
0: Who'd, I thought I thought, cancel? I thought I thought rats I thought river rats don't live in fear. They don't. <laughs> and what are you
1: scared of? You're not a river rat. I don't want to ruin your reputation. That's why we cut. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, no, I, I have no idea. And I get what you're saying. I don't know why it is the way it is now. Because, like you said, I mean, you listen to WAP. That's fine. Yeah, a bunch of stuff like that, and it's it's totally fine. But then, yeah, one comic makes a reference in anything similar to that and he's all of a sudden the worst guy on earth and nobody watches his shit anymore
0: i think it's because they think that something that's different about our ears than our eyes you know we yeah. can hear the worst shit ever mm-hmm. but when you see someone say it like or... you can't make step step brothers was that the last frontier what was I, the last uh, frontier was probably the last really good movie made right yeah it was it's... hangover about then Maybe. You will fix the fucking drywall now! What is that, No power tools. Chang? That's my toothbrush. <laughs> that's
1: all right. We're done now.
0: <laughs> that was the last frontier. Yeah. Hangover?
1: That
2: about that time, arrow. Because hang, Hangover 2 wasn't as good. He was a no. retard. <laughs> <laughs> Was that Rain Man? No, that was, that what was Hangover. What do tigers yeah, dream no, who of when about? they
0: take a what's, little tiger snooze? got I don't do they remember. they dream of marling zebras or Halle Berry in her catwoman cat suit? <laughs> don't you worry, a pretty tiger head. We're going to get you back to Tyson in your cozy tiger bed. And then we're going to find a best friend, Doug, and then we're going to give him a best friend hug. <laughs> Doug!
1: Doug! Doug! Doug, Doug. 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 <laughs>
0: Hangover, Last <laughs> Frontier. Done. Done. Conversation <laughs> over. Okay. I didn't,
1: I didn't know we were going to get serenaded while we were
0: here. All right. Taylor's <laughs> got a voice on I him, would man. say. Not
1: bad. Not bad at all. For sure. Thank you. You uh,
0: should go
2: down to the pizza place, whatever. Zeke's.
0: No, we're doing a tour next season. Uh, <laughs> all in good time. This is not the proper acoustical every, environment. Every team bass. To ask this of me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've been called the songbird of my generation. <laughs>
0: I smoked ch- smoke pot with Johnny Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs> Holy guacamole. I didn't want salmon. I said it four times. <laughs> um, so Hangover's the Last Frontier. Okay. It's got to be. I reckon so. Yeah.
2: I can't think of anything better. There right. is
0: still hope in music with this this underground Sturgill kind of outlaw country thing.
1: Wheeler Walker Jr. <laughs> yeah, Wheeler Walker. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of talking ill about women. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> Dropping my own. <laughs> he's, he's a modern
0: day David Allen Cole. Oh, yeah. So aside from like... Credence, Clearwater Revival, and the Doobie Brothers. What do you guys listen to down on the river? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, really, honestly, now that you say that, it's pretty funny. And it's All a right. shitty Doobie Brothers. So, it's like it keeps you running. Oh, you Blackwater, I, <laughs> keep no, on rolling, rolling, Mississippi. Moon, won't you keep on shining on me? <laughs>
2: Charlie of, Charlie Pride, roll uh, on, Mississippi. Oh, yeah. I do listen
1: to that.
0: What about Aretha?
1: Rolling. What about? Uh, rolling. Uh, Treaty really... Oak revival, like Treaty Oak revival.
0: Yeah, uh, Miss Call is Miss the only Call, song I like. Miss Call, then...
1: No Vacancy. Uh, yeah, they just they're... came out with a new album that's good. It's called uh, the, the one song I like, in it really—it's a uh, haunted house. And uh, uh, I can't remember the other one, but uh, yeah, I like them. They're pretty good.
0: Oh, yeah. No, they're, they're pandering to you. They, nope. They're they still playing the same five chords as Florida Georgia Line, but, you know, oh, they're all right. right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking with you. I actually don't mind them. I actually don't mind them. I'll take it back. I'll take it back. Please don't send the rats at me, Mr. Wyatt. <laughs> it's too late, bud. Wyatt loves Luke Send Luke. him the Luke, rats. Luke Bryant.
3: Oh, no. Yeah.
1: I was going to say, speaking the one time that Luke Bryant is a league. no-talent ass clown, and you know it.
0: He's <laughs> yeah. kind
2: of a wiener. He is.
1: I actually, when we were talking to the DJ for our wedding, he asked if there was anything you don't want played. And I said, the one thing is no Luke Bryan will be played at that wedding.
0: (laughs) Good answer. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, but, but you'd a lot, what, what is that it? What's the, what's the first dance song
2: you got it picked out?
1: Oh, oh yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. I can't I can't I can't. Well, oh, come on. No,
0: Just I a can't. preview. I know no, no. I know what I want the father daughter dance to be. I might I, not I be. I have there. a request for the father daughter <laughs> dance and that's Amarillo by Morning by George Strait. <laughs> yes. <Anthony's>. yes. <laughs> all right. Yes, greatest country song of all time. Can
1: make that happen. Yes.
0: It reminds me of a story about George Strait when <laughs> we were on Fork a few years ago. He was we was st- turning butter in the middle of the lake, you know, just pouring <laughs> just it straight down up his throat. Randy Travis style. I get my voice real good.
2: <laughs> we stayed at this place, and the, the hotel owner used to used to bounce at a club in South Texas. It was the most happening juke joint in South Texas. Wouldn't be the tell, stump. <laughs> and he, he probably was. And Anyway, this guy wouldn't say shit if he had a mouthful, and his buddy's like, tell him where he used to bounce. Like, hey, it's like a pretty nice bar, you know. Whatever. Was, well, who was the opening act? George Strait. Because I I fucking got so tired of George Strait. <laughs> Just hearing him every Friday night, you mm-hmm. know. And, and tell him who Thursday night was. George Thoroughgood. Like they had a, it. It no shit. That sounds awesome. Damn. <laughs> so the dude. The dude. This is kind of a, a side story. Long. Getting longer. No but the dude that was kind of goading him into telling us that story was like motherfucker i got home last weekend i was hammered <laughs> and we're, we're, he had to walk up the steps like right where we were sitting he goes i i crawled my ass up them steps and i knew there was a tin of cookies up there that was gonna save my life <laughs> he gets up there so the guy gets up oh my there God. i can't remember his name i've never seen the guy again in my life but he goes i get up there and I, I'm just dying. And he goes, I open that tin of cookies and it's fucking pretzels. <laughs> he goes, I hate fucking pretzels. <laughs> but what am I going to do? I got to eat something. So I ate one. And it was like the first time I heard the Beatles or something. He said, <laughs> And Chad and I, my buddy Chad Larson's down and we're just dying, laughing, listening to this guy. And I go, what kind of pretzels were they? goes, I, like, I don't know, they're fucking crack pretzels or something. They're really good. <laughs> I go, were they dots? He goes, I don't know, I don't know. I have no idea. There was no, they were in a tin, dumbass. <laughs> so we had some dots pretzels in the room. Chad, Chad walked in, he goes, try one of these. Motherfucker, that's them. <laughs> he he liked his dots pretzels. <laughs>
0: This George Thorogood's pretty good.
1: <laughs> you I know a totally different subject, but who you reminded me of talking like that was Cal from Talladega Heights. I was the front row at a Leonard Skinner's concert, and I was hammered, drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I was just uh, like it. <laughs>
0: I hope you get pneumonia, you old man. <laughs> Don't
1: break your hip,
0: chap. We went out and we threw a bunch of chips, old war medals, off the bridge. <laughs> Anarchy! Anarchy! (laughs) I don't know what that is, but I love it. (laughs) It's a great movie. It's a great movie. 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 It's one of my favorites. That might be the last stand. Mm. This podcast is brought to you by my compadre, my tournament partner, my brother, and the best rod builder above the Mason-Dixon line, Baselka Fishing and Customs specializing in custom fishing rods? That's right, hand-built fishing rods, custom made and tailored how you want, whether it's by length, action, specific technique, balance, or anything you want, anything. Veselka Fishing and Customs can build it. Mr. Veselka also has a wide variety of rods to choose from, which we've had a lot of fun with perfecting and testing. The most unique and famous rod developed at Veselka Fishing and Customs is his custom marabou hair jig rod. Have you thrown the old Canadian dinner mint? The hairy gary? The fighter fly? The old thin lizzie? If you have, then you know these little fluff balls can be hard to cast, especially at those key sizes as light as 1 16th of an ounce. Well, what if I told you you could cast that marabou jig 30 to 50% farther than you're casting it now. What if I told you you don't have to spook those shallow skittish smallmouth? Well, with the custom hair jig rod from Viselka Fishing and Customs, not only can you cast a lot further, but the way this rod loads up on a long cast is pure perfection. This balanced rod has the perfect backbone with a light action parabolic taper that keeps those fish pinned without breaking your line. Mr. Veselka utilizes an eight-foot custom fly fishing blank converted to a spinning rod and couples it with premium guides leading up to custom fly guides that allow maximized casting distance and reduced line friction and blank slap, maximizing your overall performance, obviously. And we found this rod is not only perfect for marabou hair jigs, but for any light bait you need to cast far including small swim baits, spy baits, and more. Any light bait you need to cast far, look no further than the Veselka Fishing and Customs Hair Jig Special. So head on over to his website, VeselkaFishing.com, that's V-O-C-E-L-K-A Fishing.com, and treat yourself to the custom hair jig rod or any custom rod you can dream up. With the JDM tackle craze in full force, there's been a lot of hype around the new tackle shop, Waypoint Angler Supply, and their unique selection of intergalactic fishing equipment. But don't forget about your everyday bassin needs, whether it's hooks, weights, fishing line, tackle storage, reels, rods, craw tubes, beavers, jigs, spinner baits, jackhammers, frogs. You never have to pay full price again. There's not that many places that will give you 20% off a new Shimano reel or a new Veselka rod. On a big ticket item like that, 20% savings is a good chunk of change. You can then take that 20% and put some gas in your boat, or you can take that 20% you saved and put it into a Roth IRA, Warren Buffett that shit, which in a year's time, you just paid for that new rod and reel. It's simple math and science. As a Bass Not in the Bass Galaxy, you can save 20% on all the stuff you use every day at Waypoint Angler Supply. Do you ice fish? Do you do the ice dougie? Do you do the ice fishing? Well, you can knock 20% off all your ice season goodies at Waypoint Angler Supply too, who's got you covered no matter the season. So stop into their store on Lake Minnetonka or visit their website, waypoint.com. Supply dot com. That's waypointanglersupply.com dot com. Use the code Galaxy twenty to save twenty percent on all your everyday tackle needs, ladies and gentlemen.
2: That's the top what, top five. What came
0: first, Talladega what, or Step I don't know. They're both.
1: Talladega was top. before Step Brothers. I, I think, think it was for sure. Yeah, like they're both in my top five for sure.
0: Slap. What are your top three, three movies, there? Teal? Oh, dude, that's so hard. That's like asking me. It, 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 a fa- favorites are tough. A top five's a little give easier. Give me, give me, give me three of your top ten. Oh man, something like that. Oh man, I'm, a, I'm gonna take a stab at it. All right. Miracle is oh, just okay. a monumental. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Great, great movie. Yeah. We play them that's... ten times. We might win nine. No, not tonight. <laughs> not this time that was a great movie uh epic tale epic tale um so i would say that's more on the serious front um braveheart okay, yep. okay. That's yeah okay less serious but no big good. gore guy a lot also of blood good. i like blood you know yep. awesome good war uh yep. and then i like the laughs so the comedies are really tough for me because i have a lot of those that yeah. i really like uh i love Waterboy. boy Oh, yeah. Myth the coach Klein. <laughs> I do love Water Waterboy. <laughs> <laughs> Captain and shows no more of the <laughs> uh, Love Waterboy Step Brothers Tal Knights Happy Gilmore. Oh yeah. Uh Liar Liar.
3: Oh, okay.
2: That's like, a good one. Well, Jim
0: Carriac. That's a thing. forgotten about movie, I feel like. Yeah, The Goddamn Pen is Blue. <laughs> uh, great movie. <laughs> Kicking my own ass. Do you mind? Great movie. Yep. What's the other one he was
2: in when he adopted those? Me, myself, and Irene. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Ace Ventura? I, I, I love all for, those. I would say
1: there's no better... Jim Carrey movie in my mind than either of the Ace Ventures, especially When Nature Calls. Uh, Do you have oh any Banaka? <laughs>
0: Chicago,
1: you're out of here. <laughs> oh, but I
0: forgot my favorite movie of all time, which is Tommy Boy. Okay. okay? Right. Well, Tommy Boy. For Be- sure. If we were going to start talking about comedies and not mention Chris Farley and Tommy Boy, I think we'd have a little bit of a weight problem. <laughs> <laughs> Helen, you'll look like a Helen. <laughs> Love that
2: movie, dude. Love That's that movie. a good one. How, How about sheep? you? Black Sheep?
0: Great movie. <clears throat> yeah, Great movie. How about you guys? I mean, I'll I go on. i go on
1: the same kind of basis you did. I'll, I'll give you like a comedy one and then a couple others. I, I got to go with Ace Ventura. When Nature Calls for a comedy. It's right. It's that or all right, three of those. That, Talladega <laughs> Nights, and Step Brothers. Those three. Amazing, I can't be beat, cult my, classics. Yep. Then I, 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 I do really. I love Saving Private Ryan. That was a good one to me. Good war movie. I'm meeting behind it.
0: That bitch in that movie though just ruined the movie fuck. for me. That little mm-hmm. freaking guy. Go- that one guy who lived the whole time that needed to die. Mm-hmm. That guy needed to die. Yeah. Early me. on. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Yep. Um, At the second battle, that guy needed to die, and that movie would be the greatest of all time.
1: Yep. Yep. That was so he's a never- little
0: bitch and lived. And I also didn't save anybody.
1: I'd say the other one would be Lawless with Shia LaBeouf and uh, I don't even remember the other guy's names, actors, but you know the Moonshining yeah. one. Yeah, that's that's one of my all-time favorites for sure. Hell yeah, dude!
0: But you guys got a couple stills down by the river. From <laughs> you Guys do a little shining. Yeah. You guys know any? I. You guys know some moonshiners? Hey, actually, like, actually, when I went
1: to Kentucky, when I was saying before doing that uh, that doing Asian the carp we went to a real moonshiner's place. Oh yeah, my buddy's neighbor, and it was, I mean, it was straight up like what you see from popcorn something. I mean, it was guys got a stale out in the woods covered up by a bunch of shit in his backyard. He had a fridge inside with about 30 different flavors of moonshine, and I brought home my fair share. <laughs> and we we sat with that guy, and he had, I think, probably 30 pounds of weed in his dresser drawer in the garage. <laughs> this, is this old-timer, I can't remember the hell his name was, but, man, it was it was some straight-up moonshine and shit. And it Dude. turns out that guy got raided like a week after we left. <laughs> it was like FBI cop cars, everything in his driveway, and Sweet. raided the guy's place. Yeah. <laughs> well, that could have turned out worse. So he wasn't
0: a professional moonshiner then, because professional moonshiners don't get caught. Yeah, he was
2: a good their way out of there. Yeah. Right? Yeah, no, get the old fastback going. hmm Yeah.
0: We got your favorite movies. You already named the three that nobody's ever heard of. Do you holes. have three favorite movies? Whole that- Sandlot. <laughs> Sandlot. <laughs> I do. You pop apples in the toilet <laughs> right? and you like it. I like. I like. They're they're actually
2: better than. <laughs> they're probably better than my favorite movies.
1: I'm tired of this, Grandpa. I don't care. Keep digging.
2: I like the Big Lebowski. <laughs> oh. Ooh, good one. Blazing Crazy Saddles. Movie. Great movie. Slapshot. Yep and others, but that'd be my top three, I suppose. Yep. Over the line. <laughs> and anything by
0: Sandler and Will Ferrell. And yeah. That. Big Lebowski is a, it's a great move. It is. Yeah. Yeah, it's, we believe in nothing Lebowski. Phil <laughs>
2: <laughs> <off> Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Lingonberry pancakes. Uh,
0: <laughs> I have to pee. Moon Man. I, I really honestly, God damn. I wish we wouldn't. I should have brought more. Do you know where I mm. fucked up? Hmm. We got this really nice dairy farm around here to make really good cheeses. I was going to put a cheese tray Ooh. out for us, you well, know, yeah, in that. Fuck, you guys are from Wisconsin. I will fuck up a kushi board. <laughs> How good would some Gruyere be right now? But I decided <laughs> to pull it at the last minute. Because Corey said that he was going to hold all his secrets back tonight. Uh, so said,
1: ah, damn it, Corey.
0: No shitty Minnesota cheese for you, <laughs> if I had, Corey. If I had any secrets, God, you're I would going to have to pick up, up a Culver's Butter Burger on the way home.
1: God damn, that cheddar
2: is Col- sharp. Culver's going
0: Col- to be all right. Mm, not bad. No, it's a sharp cheddar, or it's white cheddar cranberry cheese. Giggity goo. What I was going to slice up, but. Wasn't could, ready to go toe to toe with you boys I'll I mean, put that on cheese to I will indulge. Not, yeah.
1: I won't shit for fucking weeks. I don't care. I'll bring in <laughs> some of our summer
2: sausage next time we do a jalapeno cranberry.
0: Well, they say Wisconsin is the leader in sales for laxatives.
1: I believe that. it I only believe it. makes sense. Yeah, I like, believe that. Yeah. yeah, like that and Bushlight.
0: Like, if you're a laxative company sponsoring your Facebook post, you're geo targeting the fuck around Wisconsin. Yeah, exactly. Right?
1: I would think so. You,
0: <laughs> you get those states that the cheese trickles down to that you're going to deal with a little <laughs> bit of backup, but like nothing like. You go to Arizona and you know, all you can get is craft singles. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the art of the cheese is actually, there's something to that. You get like. Dude, I. I have, uh,
1: so Faith goes, you know, does a weekly grocery shop and whatever and asks me what I want. And it's mostly th- whatever I want, you know, to bring to work for lunch. and Whatever every, you
0: want? Whatever I
1: want. <laughs> <laughs> no, pretty much my only response why, ever why is eats, I need more cheese sticks. <laughs> why are these Lunchables and Dunkaroos? <laughs> Don't forget about the Hot Pockets and the pizza rolls, bud.
0: <laughs> Big pizza roll guy. Big pizza roll guy. Do, do, do you, you air fry pizza. them?
1: yeah mm-hmm. yeah
2: they're, that makes yeah. them pretty good yeah the it's combination flavor no. plus
0: an air fryer it's
2: got to be the combination plus a the best. plus a dunk of ranch mm. game over mm. dude. if you just microwave them it's like no. jail slop
0: yep but it's just
2: nasty now all of a sudden it's a five-star restaurant <laughs> if you're air fried mm-hmm.
1: absolutely i mean you
0: you really want your mind to be blown right now i do what if i could, told you you could have that air fried goodness in three minutes instead of five how do you do that? You microwave them first, then air fry them a like oh, quarter yeah. to time. <laughs>
1: honey, can you take the pizza rolls out of the oven? I'm going to make them tonight. <laughs> take them out of the freezer, thaw them out. <laughs>
2: I haven't got time to wait.
3: <laughs>
2: so Faith does the grocery shopping,
0: and yep. she gets you whatever you want. Mostly cheese.
1: Do you guys go to hy
0: you a she, She's a uh,
1: hy and Aldi. Yep. I love Aldi. Yep, she's mostly Aldi. Is cheese even good for you? I have no idea. I don't care. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> That's peak, <laughs> peak male performance over there. But
0: well, what's, like, the grade of cheese? Why was like, there's more dairy farms. I get that. But cheese, like... You have like some people that pay more for like moldy, aged, shitty-smelling cheese.
1: Oh yeah, the, oh the dude, shittier than better.
0: Twenty-year cheddar
2: or oh, five-year cheddar. God damn, that oh. shit is sharp. It gets like <laughs> crystals in
1: it. Yeah, it can't be good for when you. When it's like kind of crunchy almost when you're chewing it. absolutely. Oh, God, that's some good cheese.
0: That is disgusting. Yeah. You guys are disgusting. Puckers, you right I off. Agree. That's insane. Yeah. That's insanity.
1: It's delicious.
0: That with a, that with a little venison,
1: <laughs> oh my god! Well, a little
0: venison, summer sausage, and some
1: Ritz crackers. Oh, venison, venison heart. Oh you guys god.
0: aren't football fans, are you?
1: Oh, <laughs> well, yeah.
2: He's a Bears fan, though, right? I'm. My my wife is a rabid Packer fan, so therefore I watch the Packers.
1: But Faith is a Packers fan.
2: I listen to Viking Talk Radio behind K- her back, K-Fan. so
0: she doesn't know. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I li- we listen to K Fan for the entertainment value because they always lose and.
1: They go crazy, they know yeah, it's, it's, it's hilarious. It's, yeah. I mean, why is he still on the game? He If sucks. Green Bay
0: had Paul Allen, it'd be like too, they would be the de- like they would be the 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 like too homery. He's a little he's a little too much for you. Too much. Well, yeah. Yeah.
1: You?
0: You a fan? Fuck no. No. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't give a shit about football. I don't even know why I asked.
1: I played football jig roulette one time. That was a bad idea.
0: I love throwing a football jig.
1: I know, I got Dude. hit in a temple with one one time, and it sucked. In the temple? <laughs> yeah, my buddy, when we were in, uh, we were probably in like eighth grade, we were in my little, I had a little like uh, eight-foot pelican plastic boat with a trolling motor on it. And for whatever reason, my buddy, he's in He's in my wedding still. To, I, I don't know why I'm still friends with him, but <laughs> he goes out of nowhere. I still remember to this day, he all of a sudden goes, football jig roulette and he had a three quarter ounce football jig in his hand and he just flings it up in the air and spins it around and next thing i know it hits me in the fucking temple <laughs> knocks Whoa. me right to the bottom of the boat
2: <laughs> that's for getting your ass
1: uh, yeah no i almost pushed him out of the pelican but
0: <laughs> yeah i would write him a letter of dismissal of friendship after that <laughs>
1: who was who was that Riley Disc, one of my best buddies. I'm Facebook friends with him, I believe. I I, I don't know why he did it. It was absolutely hilarious as a story to talk about after the fact. When it happened, I almost killed him.
0: (laughs) Well, do you think it would be worth, you know, giving him a public fuck you on the record with all three of us?
1: Riley, if you ever hit me in the head with a football jig again, I'll fucking kill you. Yeah, fuck you, you, Riley. How dare you? (laughs) Why
0: would you even... Yeah, perfect spiral though. Nice job on that. Yeah, he nailed. Wow. It. I mean, I mean, it was his first
1: try. Just one swing. And he said, "Football jig roulette." And bam! I'm on the floor.
0: No, there. Hockey's not big in Wisconsin though. That's one thing I've weird. Not like here. Not no. like Minnesota.
1: Yeah, it's.
2: I tell you what. So I, I grew up in the '90s. I played hockey, and it was so far. Like we'd come over to Minnesota and just get stomped.
0: You grew up in the '90s?
2: Yeah, I'm 42, man.
0: I grew up in the '90s. I'm 30. Well, whatever. You <laughs> grew up. <laughs> We're in different, different, sections, different section of the 90s, maybe.
1: Late 90s versus early. <laughs> Call it what you will.
2: <laughs> but high school hockey in 1999
0: was so- You went fun. to high school for a long time. <laughs> well, I got held
1: back a little bit. That's what I love about high school. <laughs> <laughs> they stay the same age.
2: Aw. <laughs> uh, <laughs> was oh so i coached i coached our high school hockey team i helped for four years or whatever and man the, it, the gap has been lessened like it's wisconsin's getting better but it's still not what you guys have over here
0: i mean if you could get more of the population to take laxatives I think you would see an increase <laughs> in overall speed. Our skaters are yeah, a little slower. slower. <laughs> they see a little bit of increase yeah. in speed. In Were you a hockey game. guy? Uh, my, I was raised a hockey player, but now I'm a bass fisherman. But, like, well. My dad, like, I got skates before I got shoes. Most people, most parents read their kids like Goodnight Moon when they're kids. I got read Wayne Gretzky's biography. Nice, yep. nice. So I was bred a hockey player and no, not much of a hockey player. But so
1: Are you a wild fan?
0: Yeah. All right, I actually
1: proposed to Faith at a wild game. You did? I did. Yep.
0: Always knew I liked you.
2: I took, I took old, <laughs> old Matt Dumba fishing this summer. Yeah, yeah That was sweet. That's cool, that man. That was probably my favorite fishing memory of the couple last couple years. Yeah, sure. dude, he's a savage. He I is he fucking fun, awesome. Yeah, man. but he's, he's good
0: time. They got some off-the-record off
2: the, <laughs> <laughs> off the record stories. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> later, yeah. But... Well, he plays
0: for Arizona now. We're probably good. I'm just
2: kidding. Probably <laughs> yeah, can't be... yeah uh, that's he, funny. He was fun we had a good time
0: that's cool that's cool so this year are you guys fishing team trail again most likely cool
1: it's up in the air right now that's news to me what i i want to no i'm i'm in i'm
0: waiting it's uh most likely sweet let's get this done right now get the entry fee out we'll get you guys signed up tonight is that, is I don't like, even know if we can. It's enter not yet, open. But. It's not open yet. I don't, I don't, believe, that
1: to, I don't think it opens till? We, we got Kyle. Office. Kyle
2: Carl would like to stay with us. Yep. I, mean, yeah, I don't know what you guys do for lodging, but Dane's gonna have the
0: trailer, so you can plug into our Sweet. Airbnb.
2: We're gonna need some.
0: <laughs> we're gonna need to bump some power. So
2: I know I've got I got a camper that yep. like Malax, You're not gonna take your boat. I'm sure. No, no, we just. Mm, kyle and i talked about it like we'll There's figure canals
1: this out will <laughs> yeah right where we needed to be to win <laughs>
0: sleeper pattern say you
1: never john cox huh
0: <laughs> dude john sturgeon cox bay
1: is... sturgeon bay canal yeah dude that was kind I'm just of...
0: saying like it's probably worth bringing up to look for no, <laughs> no one else can be checking them <laughs> can't spell have it Corey, all Corey, yourself. Corey,
1: I'm on easy 18 pounds of largemouth right now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so is everyone I've got else. got <laughs> 45th place in the bag. We, if if anything, Dude, we're
2: what's good. What's that going to do? I think we'll get a top 50 with what I found. <laughs> so where,
0: where do we take out of for that? Is it, I have no idea. No idea. Asking me to take where we take off from, like, until the tournament starts is a bad idea. <laughs> Dane Fair. is your guy. Fair. Dane will tell well, you. Where the right hell's where. Dane? i don't know man dane, i old. he's over being her. a dad <laughs> he's doing the dad thing he's being responsible and whatnot yeah have you guys hung out with dane at all not really no, i, I dude, talked to him one time on the river dude.
1: practicing for that, that oh, team sure. trail, and i and that's when i realized that you weren't with him mm-hmm. so it was, and it was the other dude with jp or what'd you say pj pj was with him yeah and i didn't know him but i was i didn't know if you guys were fishing together or not this year or what but yeah i saw him back or way down south back up in some shit and I took off and ran some really hairy shit getting out of there, and <laughs> it's oh, like either, either way, up. we we got to hang out with this here. Absolutely, yeah, dude.
2: Get, get the get the
0: Amish kids from up north. And- <laughs> well, I saw you guys went up to churn some butter with them Amish folk up there for a weekend. Oh, that was fun. Oh, yeah, yeah that that was was good fun. they're good time. They're good
2: dudes. Fucking awesome guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, I I really like both of them.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I met Hayden at uh, I was doing a seminar up in Duluth at like a sports show, and him and his dad showed up. They were like the only people who showed up. I'm supposed to do this seminar. And I remember I got a bloody nose like mid seminar. <laughs> <laughs> like, the worst shit that could ever happen. And they came up to me just like. Damien's a wrestler, I- so he's it- like tamponing. Yeah. <laughs> like, My wife has some tampons. Do you want a few? Like, I, like, they're super nice and helpful. And I remember I took Hayden fishing, and the kid was just a crackhead about it. Dude, he is. And he's he super rabid. young. And now I look at him, I'm like, you're a goddamn warrior now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? And he's only, what is he, 24? 20, might be 25. 24 going like on 15. I don't actually, even know, dude. Yeah. I feel yeah. like Damien's like 28. Yeah. And I've gotten to know Damien over the last year or two. And yeah, those two fish good together. So. Mm-hmm. Good
2: people, similar They're beards. Really good people. Yeah, they got they got similar beards. Well, <laughs> nah, not even different. Close. Different color. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> Hayden, Hayden's a
0: Viking, Norse. Yeah, <laughs> he's a Nordic.
2: <laughs> yeah. So
0: your fishing team trail. It's a big announcement tonight. These guys are back for another season. We're what back. was the biggest like? What? Because. It was a, kind of a big announcement. You guys, you know, getting away from the river, going to not the river. Was it kind of like, what was the reasoning for that? Was there like, was there a little bit of pride in that? Of like, these people keep saying that we only know how to fish rivers and we're going to show them? Or was it like, no, not, not for me. At
1: all. No, it wasn't, it wasn't anything about that. It was more or less Corey and I both are competitors and like, and like, Fishing new places and it it we kind of i wouldn't say burnt out of the river but we wanted to do some competing in other places and yeah and that just and also having a river tournament involved with that was a, a big you know part of it too it was like well we we can have one one on our home body and then we can go stack up you know see how we stack up on all these other places and i had i was way more excited for every other lake we went to than the river I mean, I was excited to go try and learn these new places that we had never been, and it was it was a fuck it was an absolute blast. Yeah, and that's kind of what I think we just wanted to do something different from what we had, you know,
0: just always fishing the river. What's the biggest thing you guys learned? This like, what was the big big takeaway getting off the river? What's the biggest thing you guys learned? Getting more versatile for mm-hmm.
2: me. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's you look at the river and it's got everything you want. Like you can do anything you want on that river, but once you find a way to win like for us that's what we do we, I, I fish one way but now you go to these lakes and like you got to be able to do all of it you know better than we do or i do um wyatt is an absolute fish finding machine like i we wouldn't have done near as well as we did this year without him like he <laughs> found him caught him <laughs> he's he's the man man
1: no it was but. it was a lot of fun just completely forgetting about everything we know about the river and trying to learn completely different shit yeah, water, yeah. You know?
2: never been on any of those bodies of water other than the river
0: obviously but it you find a way you know Mhm. that's probably i love fishing new water and I can't imagine, yeah, getting up to some of well, those especially lakes. Especially
2: never... this this state has so many good bass lakes, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, you go to Wisconsin, and there's, like, there's nothing. There might, yeah. be, might be three bodies of water that could hold 50 boats where yeah. it might take 20 pounds. Yeah. Maybe. And then you come over here, and they're all 20-pound lakes. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. Why isn't Wisconsin that good? Dude, look at, like, Balsam Lake in Wisconsin versus Chisago. Which is maybe fifteen minutes apart, right? Night. I didn't think about that. Night and day, and I don't
0: understand why. Because Shasago gets piss pounded, pounded, and so does Balsam. And again, 20, tw- 22 pounds gets weighed off the same fucking spot every tournament yeah. for Shasago with eight boats throwing jigs at it's each a, other to fish it. Lindberg Point or whatever. I don't or even know. Whatever. Care. Yeah, I don't even go to that lake, but
2: I went out there this fall for fun. I, I had like shisago i had like a month off right nothing to do until Kazuski's championship so i went there i went to shell lake i went to mille Lacs with brian it, it, it was so much fun but shisago was just like dude you can go flip get them you can get them offshore you can get them like it, it's a cool place i've
0: heard it's cool i've heard it's awful the fish tournaments there though
2: i bet it would be horrible
0: i heard it's awful
2: I know uh, Mattis, my old partner, fished a Wednesday night or something on whatever the one is with that point that everybody goes to that, that is really community. They were boat one, and he'd been out there and practiced and found this point, you know, that he thought was juice. Mm-hmm. And it was, well, it is, obviously. He was boat one, and he said <laughs> the the next 10 boats came right next to him. Like, you could flip a boat, or flip <laughs> a jig into their boat. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I don't need to go back
0: there. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, I think we're gonna close this one out, but uh before we before we go, I I wanna hear one non traditional river lure that you guys have a lot of confidence in that maybe people wouldn't think a river guy would throw.
1: Corey's not gonna tell you.
0: I'm not gonna tell know. you that. Not that one. Not that one. Not the wiggle wiggle. The, oh,
2: the wiggle wiggle? Yeah. <laughs> I can't couldn't even tell you the name of it.
0: But it's the wiggle wiggle.
2: A non-traditional river. Oh,
0: I love that lure.
2: <laughs> I'm trying to let you, I saw some up there that I would throw for sure. Uh
0: no, not that I throw. <laughs> well, I'm gonna give you all teals, baits. Uh <laughs> No, like, what's one weird lure that you guys catch them on on the river that people maybe wouldn't have guessed? I'll go first. Okay. No,
2: nope, I'm not gonna go first. <laughs> <laughs> um, See, I don't
1: know. what I've got some ideas, but I don't know if they're ones that people wouldn't guess or not.
0: One way to find out. I, I
1: don't know. I mean, I don't want to give it up. Yeah, <laughs> if it is. Ah, it... uh, swim bait. Some base, some big, big, bigger, bigger swimmers that are good. Uh, does anybody impl- in, include a an Ned Rig on the river?
0: I feel like that's I feel like that's kind of I feel like you can't say that. I, I feel, feel like, like you I, can. I feel like you could. I don't throw it. I throw, yeah, no, uh, you can take the easy way out for sure. I used to. <laughs> I <laughs> take throw, the low road.
1: I throw the shit out of a Ned Rig in the earlier parts of the year. On
0: the I think a Ned Rig's deadly on the river. It
1: is very deadly on the river. Yeah. Dude, Some Mike, Mike Mattis finish.
0: was throwing
2: that in 2003 before anybody, mm-hmm. the first time I fished with him, we threw swim, swim jig, top water, and a Ned rig. I and I had never seen a Ned rig, never heard of a Ned rig. Nobody had. We caught the living fire out of them on that thing. Mm-hmm. Fast forward 15 years, I've probably taken 10 casts with it since then. <laughs> yep. so, I don't love that lure. I don't either. I mm-hmm. I despise. I I don't like a wacky rig. Yeah,
1: I hate or a it. a throw the shit out of it because it gets absolutely choked. No, I was
0: oh, expecting maybe. you guys to say like, yeah, nobody really throws a map spinner anymore, but you know, we we really like to mix in a map <laughs> spinner. Stop. There's probably
1: a spot for it. <laughs> the, I, dude, you could. Uh, I'll give I've, a, I have fooled around with some trout spinners when that little bait deals. Going I like a map spinner,
0: and I think there's a place for it. Especially I, when they're they, eating them thumbnail fit. they do Fish. eat.
1: They do eat a
2: little
0: white, uh, little white spinner.
2: I know. I know some guys that are doing some things that I'm not going to bastardize their stuff. Seems but the done some stuff. You guys ever
0: wait Senko in the current? Yeah, it works. I used
1: to do that on wing dams a little bit. I, I don't do that thing. much anymore, but I used to. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. you get in those lakes, and it's the same as up, you know, right those cattails out here. It's, right. It works. Right. Right. I don't do it a lot.
0: Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, why hey, I suck now. <laughs> I think you guys should be able to keep all your friends after today because you didn't cough up many non traditional <laughs> river lures there. So the good news is that your friends are yeah. still gonna talk to you when you get home. I'm trying
2: so, to do it. It's I got like there's nothing mm. off the There's ball. nothing crazy. Mm. Dude, I, I have an entire boat full of zoom plastics. You guys ever like float and fly? I've never done it. No. I've always been curious about that never done. It. I throw a hair jig some. Like that's... 2 weeks ago I caught the
0: fire out him on a hair jig, but not a float and fly. You but a hair have. jig on the river, like that's not a normal traditional I think thing. That was honestly the first time I'd caught him on it. Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah.
2: First and, then, try. and then I took the same <laughs> same hair jig and Extra
0: caught a pride. bunch of crappies on it. <laughs> Got it. So really there's no secrets then. Yeah. No, we're done here, boys. That was fun. <laughs> dude thanks this, for having us Aaron. dude thanks for driving out this awesome. has been extra fun and it's nice to see that there's men with still good taste out there and uh this moon man is that what this is called yeah we got one left <laughs> for you stuff is the shit
1: <laughs> i would like to say too i do believe in aliens yeah we sh- we'll end with that oh i thought you were i thought you were skipping right over it no Oh damn it! I, nope. I jumped the gun on that. Cut it.
0: Thank you, thank you for reminding me. <laughs> Wyatt, do you believe in aliens?
1: I saw one on my way to Leech Lake. Actually, I think so. Not kidding.
2: Really? I, was he from south of the border, or alien? Alien. <laughs> he had a green card. <laughs> a little
1: green man. Was card. it one of the gray?
0: Was it a gray alien or a green one? I heard there's a few different I just saw his ships. I didn't see the alien. Like full on UFO? Yes. Whoa. I think so.
1: It was three in the morning. I just left one morning? I don't know. It's I when, never it's heard when aliens ship. travel. I know. Yeah, I forgot yeah. to tell you, but I didn't want to tell anybody I was scared.
0: <laughs> he didn't want you starting under it. <laughs> next I didn't
1: want you telling people they're going to think I was
2: <laughs> fucking weird. The, <laughs> did you get the Eric Cartman Anal, anal Probe 3000? It would have involved
0: telling you which anybody. seam I was sitting on when I saw
1: it. <laughs> right. I left, for, I left for I left for Leech. Actually, I don't know if this was Leech. This might have been when I left for Lahamadu, actually. Yeah, I think this is when I left for Lahamadu. I left early as shit in the morning, and I, I had just left Winona. I was between Miniesca and Winona. It's like a 15-mile stretch of just river river road, river on one side, bluff on the other. And up in front of me, I see this bright light come across the river and into the bluffs and disappear into the bluffs. I'm like, what the fuck? That was Jeff Rodering's fucking drone. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you think. <laughs> and so anyway, all right, anyway, I see it disappear across the bluffs, can't see it anymore. I'm like, what in the fuck was that? There was no flat, no blinking lights, you know, like a plane, nothing like that. I'm like, that was fucking weird. So I get, you know, maybe another mile to where it kind of had tucked behind the bluffs, and I see that it went kind of back in this valley. And I'm doing 70 miles an hour down the interstate. But I'm looking to my left, and there's that light now, not moving. Same spot, as a little bit lower than the tops of the bluffs. Just a bright light, not moving. And I, I only got to see it for three or four seconds as I was cruising past, and then that was it. And I almost turned around you didn't see how it disappeared it never disappeared at that point i, I just oh. kept going it, it would because it, it had been flying across the river and like pretty good clip and then it disappeared behind the you know the one bluff and as i worked my way on my truck there's this valley that went back i saw it, it was hovering right in the middle of the valley not moving hmm. three o'clock in the morning
0: it doesn't matter, cool. man. They're gonna paint you as crazy, like they're gonna paint you as a wild, like <laughs> tell you crazy what, tell you person. What. But I know you saw what you saw. I tell you what, it was we're, fucking, it was we're fucking put goofy. Them in a padded room. It was fucking goofy. <laughs> it was, it was strange. So I believe in aliens, dude. They're real. They're real. I think the government's been hiding aliens from us for quite some time. I think they have. Well, they pretty. I believe they're out there. They I'll
1: more or less. That. I will admit that. They more or less admitted to them being real this year, did they not? Yes. They like, literally like came out and said it. They're like, yeah, we spoke to non-human life forms. <laughs> I don't know, man. This
2: is b- Bibble for Shizzle and forever. Yeah. No, this is in, con- oh,
0: in front of that? Congress.
2: Yeah. Oh, it, just like Chappelle's show. <laughs>
0: just
1: like Chappelle's <laughs> show.
3: <laughs>
2: Corey's
1: not. Corey's
3: buckle. not
0: sold. You would buckle under the pressure. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like that's a real that actually happened. No shit. Like, yeah. Well, think about it. Like, what's real or not real, right, is being kept from us. Right. Reality. Reality oh. itself is being hidden from us. Yeah. When it comes to that.
1: I. I. Yeah.
0: Do some- For national security purposes.
1: Teal just wants to clap some alien cheeks. Drink some moon, man.
0: Galactic moon, I just want to know how many other planets I could bass fish on. That is <laughs> all I want to know. Planet Naboo. Then we can be done. Planet Naboo. So we, we all believe in aliens. That's good. That's good. We're not completely ignorant about <laughs> oh, Bigfoot! There, there's somebody fucking there. not real at all. Not real at all. Uh, <laughs> I saw him on a
2: cardboard cutout
1: yesterday in fucking Ridgeland, Wisconsin. Some bitch threw some beef jerky at he me. He had
2: a girlfriend
0: with a bikini. Do on you him. guys think we actually landed on the moon?
1: Yeah. Do
0: you? No, no, no. Not for a second.
1: Neil Armstrong's a fucking liar. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that
2: John, v- John Denver was full of <laughs> <laughs> We
0: I landed if, on the moon. <laughs> I don't know if we did or not. I, just, I think I, it's a little sketchy. We've never gone back. I You'd know, think we'd go back. If it was so back? easy, why don't we just like... And go back real quick. At the time that that happened, we just go back real quick.
1: At the time that that happened, we're all watching 12-inch TV screens that are all black and white. And that's What shit. I'm saying. You're telling me you telling me we could put a spaceship with people on the fucking moon when we couldn't figure out how to make a TV in color?
0: Star Wars just came the fuck out. I don't even think it was out yet. Wasn't yeah. out, wasn't out
1: yet. Yeah. It, it isn't it's it's a I don't know,
0: JFK knew we didn't land. That's why they shot him.
1: Damn. Mic drop.
0: Truth end of bombs. Show. End like, of show. <laughs> dude, It might kill me for that, yeah, gonna, but we're going to put it out anyway. I'm going to get the fuck out of here. We're going to put yeah. it out anyway. <laughs> boys, cheers. This was epic.
2: Yeah. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. The
0: first River Rat podcast in the galaxy. I'm it's glad. It's to have I'm you, I'm glad boys. we finally got to talk to you. You guys are OGs, and I love you. Not like that, but I love you.
1: Love you too. Okay. Switch yourself. <laughs> it's
0: getting awkward. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Suit end end it on that. <laughs> it's getting awkward. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you. <laughs>